Hey there, folks. See a couple people waiting in the chat. Let's fire it up. Here goes the SoCo Show live. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the SoCo Show Live. Glad to be with you. This is, of course, the co-host, Cody Michael. I'm joined, as always, by the so-host, Seth Ott. Want to play a game? Wait, wrong reference. <laughs> there he is. There we go. The masked vigilante. I'm here. That's a new style. Holy shit. <laughs> you look like uh, only some only some folks will get this, but you look like a disheveled early, uh, like late 90s Keith Raniere with the wig. <laughs> I know. I was thinking about that earlier. I'm like, is that what my costume is? Is Keith Raniere? At least I don't oh, look like a, a Notre Dame predator. <laughs> Well, that's we're, so far we're two for two on Predators. Let's go three for three and bring in the bro host here. Hey, everyone. It's it's a spooky time. Spooky Halloween episode. Spooky. Excellent. Now it's spooky. There it is. Now now we're the frights are are here and they're here to stay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we got wayne and uh of course yours truly lou holtz and uh, i don't know seth, seth kind of looks like he's about to read his manifesto <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna join the weirdest cult of all time yeah i i would join i would join your cult buddy Thanks. um so let's see here uh welcome back guys to the show uh very excited to be back here with you live again for the second month in a row um, also, good to be back with you because we didn't have uh, a show really last week. Um, and <laughs> thought, thought we'd better explain ourselves. I'm going to take these off because they're glaring. Um, so last week's show, episode 166, that was meant to come out a week ago tomorrow, um, we actually had a really awesome episode. Uh, Lindsay Monday, friend of the show, uh, was visiting me here in Bend, and she was able to join us. Uh, had, a, had a really great show and then uh, ran into some big issues editing. Uh, that really hung us up. And then I got pretty sick over the weekend. So was unable to get that edited. I do still plan to complete that episode and get it out at some point. But whenever I do that, it'll be a special treat. Um, so this is officially episode 167 of the show, even though 166 has not been out yet. Uh, <laughs> see, Reaction Life 21 is in the chat. What's up? Uh, Mike V, we got, we're going to hear from Mike a little bit later. And Toast Media, we know Toast from over uh, on JBook Live. Let Glad to have you joining us here, Toast. Um, as, as Jared mentioned earlier, it's going to be a fun uh, kind of Halloween-themed episode. We've got a really fun, uh, I hope, Halloween-themed <laughs> game uh, that Seth is going to take fun? us through. <laughs> it's always a risk. Jerk. It's always a risk when we give you the reins. Uh, Movie Mania, Nick joining us. Whatever. What's up, Nick? Especially uh, since you have that, especially since you're alcohol-fueled right now, plus you're wearing a bird poncho. There is no There's wrong way. No to consume alcohol, says Ron Swanson. I like it. That is, uh, ah, there's Jill with the best comment no, we've ever gotten. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. I look a lot like Will Smith. I get it all the time, Jill. Thank you. Uh, flattery will get you everywhere. Um, <laughs> we're going to have a lot of fun today. We're going to be uh, you look more playing... like Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I don't by know. By the end of this episode, you might be in an entanglement or something. <laughs> Yeah, I may get entangled, especially because uh, I've got some shots to take this week. 
which we will get into a little bit later when we start talking about our anchor wankers, which we added a couple new ones Wanker. uh this week. And I, I was thinking back, guys, to last week's show and and the uh, one of the things that made me saddest about not getting to put that out is we debuted a new sounder last week. And I don't want you guys to give it away. I don't know if you remember it or not, but I'm going to try to slip it in sometime this week um, and uh, and see if you guys remembered it from last week. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest nice. with you. I, I don't remember it. So this either. is going to be a surprise for all of us. Yeah, I, guys, I think I it'll told, be. A f- I told you guys, I told everyone else. I forget everything we talk about within 15 <laughs> minutes after we're done. <laughs> that uh, that I can vouch for. That is true. Um, want to thank everyone for joining us. I, I know we still got some people trickling in here, um, and we appreciate you guys jumping Trickle. in uh, for these live shows. Uh, be active in the chat. We're going to keep an eye on the comments there, and, and we'll ask you guys some questions and um, go to you to settle some debates and things throughout the show. So uh, don't be shy in the chat. Very excited to have you guys live here with us so that we can be interacting with you guys during the show. Um, as I mentioned before, lots of fun stuff that we're going to get into today, but Seth, we've been starting our shows lately, uh, with a brand new segment. Uh, you, you reached out to our Twitter, uh, our Twitter sphere and have been gathering some audience questions. Uh, so let's answer some of those here now. And I've got a new drop for this. Uh, Ooh. let's get into some listener questions. Any question? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Thanks for reminding me now, because I just remembered to pull it up right. You didn't. You second. didn't pull a question, did you? I did not. Here we go. Next one in line. <laughs> Mike V. He's got a few. Um, his question is, and it's at Mike Vandenhall. He has. That's pretty awesome that he got his name like full on in his Twitter handle. I didn't even get that. Yeah. Um, no. The only other guy I know that has that at Jared Buckendall. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you got to get that real estate, people. Um, um, Mike V says, if you had to choose, would you rather lose the use of your arms or your legs? Would you rather lose your sight or your hearing? So it's a double question. We got to choose two different questions are in, are they independent of one another though? Like, yeah, that's what I was just going to ask. Okay. Independent. Mm. My answer changes to this. Every time someone, uh, poses me this hypothetical, um, I would say for now, I would rather lose use of my arms. I, I think mobility would, would be a, a problem for me. I'd be giving up because I also think I could do, I could learn to like play video games and stuff with my feet. And like most of the stuff I do, I could, I could manage to do with my feet. Um, but the mobility thing, I, I would need to be able to move around. So I think, I think there'd be that. And then similarly, um, sight and sound is a hard one for me, but I think I would eventually, uh, give up sound. I, I think that, and that, that gets back to mobility. I think that, that still being able to move around and, and operate, uh, albeit with some, with some, uh, hangups, I think that'd be me. What do you guys think? Um, I'm, I, what? Oh, you go uh, ahead, go uh, ahead, sir. Um, I, would, <laughs> I would, I would go with, um, I'm pretty quick to make these decisions. So I hope I never actually have to do it. Um, I would lose my legs because I like just sitting on the couch anyway, and I can't play video games <laughs> without them. But then they also make wheelchairs that, you know, you can, you know. That's a fair point. Um, and then I'd rather lose my the sound. Um, then I can, I can still watch movies with subtitles. So 
Mm. and play video games. That's a good point. That yeah, that makes it that makes a lot of sense. Um, Cody, I am very surprised that you said hands or arms or whatever because uh, I actually I have a caveat. Can we have one in one, like one arm, one leg, <laughs> or does it have to go both? That's cheating. Okay, you just for suggesting that you lose your penis too. Damn it! Oh, dang it. <laughs> I was gonna say if that was in the mix, oh. definitely keeping that. If you're losing your penis, you don't need the arms anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Those go hand in hand, literally. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> wow. That's, I, oh, that's nasty. I would get rid of my legs um, because I want to have bionic legs. Like, I think that that'd be the cool – like, bionic hands and stuff, I think the technology's there, but definitely not, like – cyberpunk 2077 style yet like with legs like seth said you can get a wheelchair you can get a manual one a motorized one Mm -hmm. you can get metal legs that you move yourself or you can get those cool running blades where you can be a blade runner then oh yeah that's what i would do or like get even like robotic ones actually where like my torso then spins around like uh wild wild west where he's in the wheelchair doing that and stuff like that Think about that. Spider legs. I could get spider legs. Like, there is a whole plethora of legs I could get. Like, I could get interchangeable one. Like, Fridays at work, casual Fridays, I'm wearing spider legs to work. Um, you guys you guys got further down the road of, on prosthetics than I did. That, that, those are important. Those are important distinguishers. I do want to answer a question in the chat. NPA wants to know how I'm going to use the soundboard with my feet. Watch this. Ask Jared Buckdoll. <laughs> See, I'd be fine. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be one messed up show. What segment are we in? I don't know. Let me hit that button again. Um, But then as for what sight and sound, I think I'd go with sound, even though like music is one of those things that like, you know, you hear a song and it takes you back to a certain time. You're just not going to have that feeling anymore. Um, But Mm -hmm. I love movies so much that I'm going to have to go with losing sound, unfortunately. Man. I guess I'm I'm just wrong on this one, and some yeah. folks in the chat are agreeing. The, the uh, Dan, to Dan's, Dan knows we don't like Blade Runner. I would <laughs> far rather I would rather be a Blade Runner than watch Blade Runner. I can emphatically <laughs> say that. I think I think we all agree there. Uh, and then Mike V, the the uh, the author of this question, says that I have the correct answers. So, what the legs and so uh, the yeah, legs and sound. There you go. I guess you guys you guys win. You're correct. Um, we had a question here from Reaction Live 21, um, and and it's a quick one. Let's answer this. Uh, what Marvel show are you guys most excited for? Jared, you first. I am probably going to say um, Winter. Uh, what is it? Cap uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I've mm-hmm. from what it sounds like, that's definitely kind of my wheelhouse. Um, otherwise, second would be WandaVision because it sounds so bonkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What say you, Seth? Um, I'm excited for WandaVision. I have a weird like. Um, like a a feeling that She Hulk is going to be awesome, mm. or not She Hulk? Sorry, I can see um, that. Sorry, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. That's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Miss Marvel. Sorry, Miss Marvel is going to be awesome. That's that's I the think one a lot out of potential of, for both those. Yeah, that's the one mm-hmm. out of all of them that I know the least about. I just mm-hmm. know that she has really stretchy arms. I think. Mm-hmm. The uh, I guess for me, um, the recent Moon Knight news um, mm. that Jared covered last night on J Buck Live has me pretty interested in Moon Knight. But I would say I've, I'm in agreement with Jared. I think Falcon and Winter Soldier is is what I'm most looking forward to. What what they're going to do with Sam um, <clears throat> taking on the mantle of Captain America, I'm very intrigued to see how they handle that. And I think it's that one's more rooted in reality. 
uh, kind of in the vein. I feel like it'll have a lot of um, a lot of uh, a similar vibe from Civil War or Winter Soldier. Yeah, I'm that's kind of what I'm hoping for. Yeah, and so if that's the case, then that that's what I think I'm going to respond to um, the best. Uh, Mike wants to know what Kanye album had no skips. Um, I don't think any of them do. I don't skip on Kanye. Uh, that'll make that an easy question. Unless he's talking politics, then I skip I him I was going to say, I hope you skipped him on the ballot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's the one place you got to skip him. Yep. Uh, do you guys know what a gabagool is? It's Tell a gabagoo. Know where it is. Hey, where's, where's the gabagoo? <laughs> that's what I'm pretty sure that that's what Toast is getting at. Hey, uh, where's the gabagoo? That's I, how he's saying I, you're it. quoting something I don't know. I'm so. gonna be honest. I it's from TikTok. I have no idea what it where it's mm. from. The actual quote uh, of gabagoo. What, it, was it TikTok that the new name for hot dogs is? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Did you know that a hot dog, according to like younger millennials and whatnot, is called a glizzy? G L I Z Z Y, a glizzy. That's not true. Is yeah, it? Serious, <laughs> like, Do we have any young cats? Uh, Mike Media, weigh in on glizzy. Is that something the kids are saying now? Who else is hip? It sounds like uh, the I new truffle butter. People. Yeah, Urban, Urban Dictionary, glizzy. Oh. <laughs> uh, glizzy uh, is also used, or uh, I guess they're saying it's it could be a Glock, but most important, like recently, it's been used as a hot dog or a weenie. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know how I feel about that. No. Yeah. Like, hey, you want a piece of this long, <laughs> greasy glizzy? <laughs> Got to give a shout out to our boy Brett popping in the chat. Uh, Brett is very hit. Brett, what's your take on uh, on glizzy? Let us know <laughs> if you're eating mad glizzies. Good, good to see you, brother. Uh, that's my. That's my favorite comment I've ever seen just pop up on my screen before. I'm hit from Brett is- McShane. <laughs> He definitely is hip. Uh, and Mike is saying he can confirm Glizzy is a thing. Uh, folks are folks are out there saying Glizzy, which surprises the hell out of me. Um, glizzy validity? Glizzy validity. Maybe that's the title for this week. Who yeah, knows? That's uh, glizzy jizzy. <laughs> yeah. A lot of speculation on your age in the chat, Jared. <clears throat> Dan says you're either 15 or 62. Uh, I, I, I doubt that this is the day you finally reveal to us your age, but uh, is Dan on the right track here? Yeah, it's it's one of the two. Um, I either have to still get a ride to school, or I am almost retired. And uh, I don't know what do retired people do now. Like, what what would you do uh, if you were retired? Just play Oculus watch. all the time. <laughs> if I was retired, that's what I do. I think yeah. real retired people right now just like watch Fox News. I think is. Oh man. Uh let's see. I think Lindsay Monday is showing up in the chat. Uh but it's Mike Wednesday. Loves that, that is good. Oh <laughs> the yeah. Shadow is Lindsay, hilarious. Lindsay's two days late. Yeah, the shadow it looks like there's someone else in the room with you, Seth. Uh, it's fucking Voldemort on the back of my head. I'm gonna unravel it. You do your head does look that dude. Yeah. Quarrel. Keep the wig on for the love of God. Um It also looks like you're some eating time. a caramel apple. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it still does. <laughs> Look at that. That's a good it's a good uh, fall themed shadow. Yeah. Yikes. Like a baby's arm holding an apple even. Mmm. Man. Um oh, man. let's get one more Seth, can you pull us one more Twitter question? Let's do one more. I just went to the Iron Sheik page. Now I have to go all the way back. <laughs> oh, your poor thumbs. Uh <laughs> I have to find this tweet again. Jesus. Now you're just putting a real halt to the show there. I was I was all ready to go. 
I accept right. blame. Uh, guys, while, while, Seth, while we wait for Seth's slow ass to click twice on Twitter, <laughs> um, right over here, that's our Twitter handle, at SoCoShowPod. That's the place where you can submit questions, and Seth is keeping a queue of these uh, to be answered on future episodes. So if a question pops up, tweet us at, uh, at SoCoShowPod over there, or for tonight's purposes, drop it in the chat over here, uh, and we'll get you an answer. What do you got, Seth? Uh, the next question, again, is from at Mike Vandenhall. It's, do you say... I could care less or I couldn't care less. Ooh. And I say Ooh. I couldn't care less about Cody right now because he's a jerk. <laughs> this is a that's good question. Nice. I do I do say couldn't though. I I've always I've always corrected myself. Like that's something I I did early on in life was like that doesn't make sense. I could care less. That that's dumb. So then I have always since then done couldn't. Yeah, yeah. I used to um, say I could care less. And then the same realization, probably like two years ago, I think I was at work. And I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense at all. So like, I could care less. So now, yeah, yeah. it's couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm bad. I have the wrong answer again here. I know that you're right. I know that couldn't care less is the gra- grammatical thing. And like, I'm otherwise like pretty intense about my grammar, but for whatever reason, I've never made the switch over. I just say I could care less just cause mm-hmm. it rolls easier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm aware <laughs> Gina didn't, Gina didn't know Seth was being festive today, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but he is in fact in costume. Um, yeah, I think I think everyone knows by now that couldn't care less is the actual thing. Um, but yeah, I can't. I just can't get my tongue to do that. Um, which that's what she won't be said. the first or last time I say blah, that. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. here we go. Uh, oh, that's nasty. All right. Uh, well, that's going to wrap it up for our Q and A this week. Uh, you can still drop us some questions into the uh oh now gina says she didn't know jared was in costume that's just yeah. i'm just someone just, here she's like who's that third guy with, that's weren't rocking a mullet uh you do look you look more like a bro host uh, th- this week than other weeks i will here, say hold that. on let me roll them sleeves up oh yeah oh wow oh yeah oh, don't, don't worry wanna... say oh wait this will get demonetized for guns yeah we don't want to get demonetized sorry. for yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire <laughs> sorry, Holy sorry, cow. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um Here's a question. Let's let's get at this really quick. Lindsay wants to know, uh, in a zombie apocalypse, what what Pokemon is is your is your partner? Jared, I bet you got Ooh. I bet you got a thought on this one. Um, okay, I want to stick to the original 151 because that's like what's fresh in my mind and whatnot. I am definitely going to pick. Oh God, the one that I was going to was a fighting one. Let's go with Machamp. He's got four arms. He's like a bodybuilder. He's got four arms. I think he can protect. Um, the bad thing is. Now thinking about it, he will get bit because he's only fighting. I should have gotten someone with a projectile. Yeah, that was um, bad. My bad. <laughs> based off the arm motion, too, it sounds like you won't get very lonely with that Pokemon either. Mm-mm. No, it's true. Th- see, that, six- that's what I was thinking about. He's like, hey, okay, I have four days probably to make it through the apocalypse. He's got four arms, you know, just wear him out. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's time to train our Pokemon. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> A rigorous, very rigorous training regimen. It's funny because you guys uh, don't the, even know Pokemon, do you? I, I, I know I know a lot of the original ones, uh, but I'm curious as to which one Seth knows. What, what, do you have a pick for this question, Seth? The only one I've seen uh, is on a weird website, but uh, Squirtle I know pretty well. Um, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Nice. No, I know, like, uh, I, I know all of the ones that are in Super Smash Bros., 
There you go. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Charizard. I feel like because. I feel like I could fly around with him, yeah. and he could also spit fire at the zombies. So I think See, uh, I think I end up going I, with him. I didn't want to be cliched, but yours is a t- way better than what I picked because, like you said, you can fly and he can burn them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's just me being practical. Yours sounds mm-hmm. a lot more fun. Charizard's not going to jerk me off at all. <laughs> uh, to, oh, to answer to answer uh, Mike's most recent question, Seth's favorite Penguin-based movie is Happy Feet. Uh, no need to explain further. <laughs> I don't know. Other than Happy Feet, I think I watched Farce of the Penguins, which was the March of the Penguins uh, mockumentary thing. Did they um, revoice over it or something? Yeah, they had someone else in it. I can't remember who, but uh, that wasn't good. Um, so I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't know if I have a favorite Penguin movie. There, there aren't too many. Like you're saying, Happy Feet, March of the Penguins, and then Mr. Popper's Penguins. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess I forgot that one. Wait, which one? Batman Returns. <laughs> yeah, there's penguins in that. That is a good one. That is a good one. Uh, I once, I once uh, won a roast battle because I told a woman that I enjoyed her performance as the Penguin in 1992's Batman Returns. <laughs> And that's one of the meanest shits I've ever said, and I felt horrible about it afterwards, but I won. So, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, let's keep this show on the road here. Uh, like I said, we got a lot that we're going to get into. going to play some fun Halloween games. Got a lot of reviews. Jared did some homework this week for We Missed the Boat. But before we get into any of that, Seth, get your thumbs going. you got to switch back to uh, the Iron Sheik's page. Here comes some Sheik tweets. I call you a punk. I really thought you were going to say, get your thumbs ready, because we need a, need another listener question. <laughs> <laughs> um, Iron Sheik, just just spitting the truth. Um, he, he's, he's always dropping, uh, dropping all kinds of knowledge and relating to the people, because this is one thing uh, that, you know, is, it's a tragedy, really. I think all of us have experienced this, but um, he's comparing a, a, a pretty tragic moment to uh, a, someone he doesn't like. He says... The only thing worse than having to go to the bathroom after I just take a nice hot shower is Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty classic insult. Because uh, there is, I mean, if not, for Hulk, if not for Hulk Hogan, there is not anything worse than that exact thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, there's a pretty good Tosh joke where he says, if you, if you take a shit after the shower, you might as well get back in the shower. Mm-hmm. Or just um, start your, just call it a day, go back to bed, start again new tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. Uh, Iron Cheek throwing the shade at, uh, at a real American, Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. which uh, is nothing new, nothing new. Classic stuff this week from the Sheik. I call you a punk. All right, let's give a big old shout out to our sponsors. First of all, audibletrial.com slash SoCo. Hit the link in the description box. You're going to get 30 days of Audible and your first book for free. Free! Mathis Designs, go ahead over to our friend Steph's site for any of your stationary graphic design needs or to commission a piece. Check out mathisdesigns.com. Get that piece. Uh, if you got some wood that needs working, head over to etsy.com slash shop slash corn fed and wed. We know it as Mike's wood. Go there if you want to get your woodworked. Oh, Mike. 
And uh, our newest sponsor, uh, well, one of our two new sponsors, uh, NPA. He's an artist available on Spotify. He's the guy that does our intro and outro, Nolan, uh, made by NPA. You can see him in the chat there. So give him some some back pats uh, in the comment section. Uh, Nolan just released some new music this last couple of weeks. So head over to the Spotify page. Make sure you're subscribed uh, so that you get all those drops. And that, uh, yeah, there you go. There's Nolan. Um so that you can uh, keep up with what he's got, got going on. And if what's on Spotify is not enough, Nolan also partnered up with our very own Jared Buckendall. At Jared Buckendall. For stu- Room 56 Studios. So if you want your podcast, your web series, uh, whatever it is, if you want it to look like a professional did it, hire some professionals and uh, have, have Nolan and Jared help you out, uh, whether it's graphic design or, or sound design, anything under the sun. We've used them a lot and we'll continue to use them in the future. Uh, so room56studios.com for more on that. What? <laughs> Here we go. Uh, last but not least is going to be uh, Anchor. Uh, typically we use Anchor to host our podcast, so big shout out to them. Waka waka. Uh, <laughs> 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 wow. We don't, uh, somewhere in here, I will cut in the ad for the folks listening later, but we don't need to do that here on the live show. We can skip right ahead to our anchor wankers. This is our favorite part of the show here. Shouting out uh, good friends of the show who are supporting the show on a monthly basis. If you want to join this prestigious list of listeners, head over to the anchor page, click that support button, and choose the amount on a monthly basis that's right for you so we've got some classic names on here mike v jared buckendall uh casey cheese anna swanson tyler vandenhall was a new addition last month and we've got three brand new wankers this month you can see them listed there <laughs> tom martin very very pleasant perhaps our most pleasant friend of the show tom uh mackenzie groove uh famous for her uh, her role in the melrose gang which we're going to talk in, about a little bit more in a second uh and of course i cannot believe I cannot believe it, but Farts is listening and is an anchor wanker. So big shout out to Farts uh, for your monthly contribution as well. So uh, I do, I do, I do. I'm a huge farts, fan of Farts. I'm glad it. that they're supporting the show. <laughs> that's uh, that's the official Farts sounder. Uh, so if you're new here, uh, what what a new anchor wanker means is that wanker. I have to take a shot. So um, for any new anchor wanker that we get on these live shows, I will take a shot here during the show. So I have three new anchor wankers for whom I need to take a shot, but I'm actually going to add to that number and I have a story uh, to tell as to why. So I mentioned before (laughs) Mackenzie Groove and the Melrose gang. So um, these are, these are friends of of Gina who is in the chat here. uh, And I think some of those folks are are possibly out there in the chat as well. Um, But uh, they were watching us last week and uh or last month i should say saw me taking the shots saw me not taking it like a champ and said we need to help this cat out so we are now or i should say i am now the beneficiary of a very lovely gift from the melrose gang i got this very nice bottle of gray goose vodka that's the shit uh, right and there. it was it was requested that this be the drink for the brand new anchor wankers so i'm gonna add a fourth shot uh, for for the Melrose gang as a thank you for uh, for the drink here. So uh, three shots for our new wankers and of course uh, one one for the new bottle. So really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Um, had a blast hanging out with those guys uh, when Gina and I were up in Rochester. <clears throat> Mackenzie Mac- Mac- Group and the Melrose gang sounds like a 1950s <laughs> greaser gang. 
I, it does. You know what's funny? And they pretty much co- are. <laughs> also funny when, when speaking of the 1950s, when Cody said, and gotta take a shot, he sounded like and kind of looks like uh, like a 1950s detective. Radio, yeah. <laughs> we, should, we should somehow change his color to just black and white no, up there. So that, That's not going to do. That's going <laughs> to gonna make it a lot worse. <laughs> Where do I put the drink? There it is. Can you see it? Glunk, glunk, glunk. Uh, so here's one first. That's for Tom. Tom Martin, if you're out there, this one's for you. Thank you for being an anchor wanker. Mm, yum, 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 yum. And I got me some refills. I'm not taking shots of this because it's tequila. But I got the Rock's Terramana tequila. If you smell what the Rock is cooking. That's you, good shit. It's tequila. Terramisu. Oh, I will say the Grey Goose, uh, and we got it chilled. I forgot to mention, Melrose bought me a shaker too. So I got chilled vodka uh, to take shots in. I feel like a king. God damn, you're and, living large, um, man. Yeah, I mean, it's the perks, I guess, um, of having an incredible fucking podcast. I guess that's, that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so more shots to come. I have three left to go before the end of the show. Uh, as uh, I agree with Nolan, I, I'm not sure I'm going to look very good or feel very good at the end of them, but I owe it to you, the listener, so I will do it anyway. You're on a good pace, though, if you do one about every 30 minutes, because right now we're at, what, 20-ish minutes, 28 minutes? Mm-hmm. 30. So, yeah, I think you're good. Yeah, we're in good shape. Um, before we move on from Anchor, we talked about the wankers. Uh, we've also, uh, Anchor is the place where you can go leave us voicemail. And we did get one piece of voicemail uh, this month that I want to share with y'all. I am incredibly excited. Uh, we're going to hear from a good friend of the show and sponsor of the show, Mike, of Mike's Wood. So uh, here we go. Let me play this voicemail. Here we go. Hey, everyone. This is Mike from Mike's Wood, a.k.a. Corn Fed and Wed. I uh, just wanted to say thank you to the SoCo and Bro hosts for all of their hard work keeping us entertained <laughs> week after week, uh, as well as for advertising for our small business every week. Uh, my wife and I would just like to pass on our appreciation to all of the listeners uh, with 10% off any orders placed through the end of the year. Uh, just use the promo code SoCo Show Pod at checkout. Uh, we also recently created a Facebook page uh, to show off some of our projects. So take a look there. And uh, if there's anything you'd like to order, just mention the podcast and we'll honor the 10% off there as well. Uh, thanks, guys, and get wooden. Get wooden. <laughs> get wooden. I love it. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. You get some wood. You get some wood. You get some wood. Everybody's getting wood. 10%. I we just found this out moments before the show, and I'm incredibly excited. Big thanks to Mike V in the chat. Oliver, our, our little homie Oliver, who you might have heard yelling in the back there, uh, saying hi as well. Big shout out to Mike and Corn Fed and Wed. Head over to their website. Again, that's SoCo Show Pod is the promo code for 10% off. And it's about time to start buying your Christmas stuff, guys. So get over there mm. and, uh, and 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 buy some stuff up. Keep keep Mike busy. He likes working that wood. So um, <laughs> and make I- sure he's got plenty of it to do. Now we've given him free ad space because we mention it. You know, it's it's part. You know, it's it's something that that we did proactively. When you take time out of the show with your own advertisement, <laughs> that's twenty five ninety nine, please. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I guess yeah. You owe Seth twenty five ninety nine. It's a strange number, but mm-hmm. it seems legit. Uh, vodka's fighting back. Um, this that's sign down here in Seth's window, the SoCo mm-hmm. Show sign, that is a product of, of Mike's Wood. So if you want something similar, maybe you want a SoCo Show. Maybe you want Oliver. to represent the SoCo Show. Uh, 
yeah, maybe you want one of those for your house. And if you wanted to say SoCo Show, we, you can tell Mike's already been good at it. So get a bunch of those um, and then send us a picture of it in your house. That'd be that'd be pretty fun. Maybe we'll show them on a later show. Um, so big shouts out to Mike, to Cornfed and Wed, and to all of our other sponsors and wankers. Um, we really appreciate you guys um, spending this time with us, spending a little bit of cash on us in some cases. Um, but really, you know, taking the time out of your night to spend this time with us is what we appreciate the most. So really appreciate that. Uh NPA is trying to start the pool for whether or not I'm going to vom. I will do my my very best to not do so. Um, But uh, if there's money involved, I am, I am available for fixing that game. Uh, I will just say that much. So let me know where the money's at. Uh, Let's move forward. uh, And we're going to jump into a little special Halloween treat that Seth has put together. Uh, This is going to be called, and we'll explain this uh, in a second. Halloweeny trivia. <laughs> it's an idea only Seth could have come up with, and so I'm not even going to try to explain it. Seth, you 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 gotta you gotta tell the folks at home what we're about to go through here. Well, well, first off, I do have to say this is an iconic moment. I share a screen right now with. David S. Pumpkins <laughs> and Joey Chestnut. I can't point. <laughs> right there. I've always wanted to share a screen, more more a stage with Joey Chestnut. Um, so I'm actually officially announcing here that next summer I'm going to be entering um, a hot dog eating contest. Oh, you're throwing the glizzy down at, at my house. Oh, with eight at your Os- house, Oscar Mayer wieners on July 4th by myself. Dude, you're going to get crime. that glizzy gauntlet. Dude, I I. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. I don't know if you've ever seen this, Jared, but I I have seen and I can tell you from experience and firsthand knowledge, nobody sucks down glizzies like Seth Ott. Mm-hmm. So if 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 you need a long shot bet to win the, the eating contest, bet on Seth because he's going to go through probably at least, I don't know, how many glizzies do you think he can eat? I think at least like, I don't know, if I had to come up with a number. 69. 69. <laughs> But I don't even think that would win. Mike Media said exactly my joke I was just about to say. The glizzy, glizzy guzzler. guzzler. Guzzler, yeah. I really hate the way guzzler. that sounds. Ruller. God. Oh, uh, give me the what's glizzies. The... <laughs> so, Brett just oh. popped into the chat. <laughs> uh, so, I want to explain this comment from Brett. Brett's asking, what about tacos in an eating contest situation? The cliff notes of that is... That way back in, I think, the summer of 2010, there was a taco eating contest between Seth and Brett that ended in highly controversial fashion. Um, But Brett was declared the winner, and Seth has not let it go. So that is salt (laughs) in a decade-old wound. Uh, Brett has been hitting it hard with the comments. I love it. A lot of these to, well, episodes of Parks and Recreation, I guess, but also tequila to get rid of that memory. There you go. Yeah, wiping that clean. So um, let's bring back that memory, though, Seth. You got to describe this game to us. What are we about do. to do with Halloweeny? Halloweeny trivia. Halloweeny trivia. Um, decided to throw up finger guns um, like Jared <laughs> and uh, get get real rough on the crew here and play some trivia. And it's going to be uh, trivia again. Halloween, right? You hear Halloweeny, Halloween, but also weenie for hot dog. So it's going to be. <laughs> Halloween and hot dog trivia. Random questions. They're about all, all kinds of different stuff. I prepared. I spent a long time looking up these uh, Halloween and weenie facts, and uh, I'm, I'm ready to, to stump the fools. So the rules here. 
uh, for anyone who's watched the Schmodown, um, basically what we'll do here is I'm going to give each one a question, and I'm making it even, so they each get um, three Halloween questions and two hot dog questions, and they'll be the same. So, like, when Jerry gets a hot dog question, Cody will get a hot dog question, like that type of thing. So it'll be in the same. Oscar Meyer. <laughs> exactly. And they're, and they're kind of relatively, like, connected-ish. Um, you'll see what I mean when I ask them. Um, if they can get the answer correct without just like just their first guess and without multiple choice, they get two points. Otherwise, if they don't know it off the bat, they can go to multiple choice. They get four options and they get one point for those. There is stealing as well. So uh, if Jared guesses incorrectly, Cody can take it, vice versa. So um, hopefully uh, Cody keep track of the points, I guess. Um, yeah. You're the math man. I, I'll I, take care I, of it. I just don't want you to cheat, but, uh, you know. I'll keep track of the points. So far, I'm up 5-0. So, <laughs> looking, looking good so far. I got to get this first one right. I do think it's a little unfair that we didn't at least vote on Hollow Glizzy trivia, because I think that would have been <laughs> maybe a more, uh, a more timely name. But, uh, but bring it on. I'm ready for this, and I'm ready All to right. absolutely fucking crush Jared. Uh, this will be a fun opportunity here. <laughs> so who would like to go first? Send it his way first. Yeah, send that dong my way. All right, Jared. This mm-hmm. first question is in the realm of Halloween. All right, Oscar Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> um, this first question for you. According to folklore, what oh, no. should you sprinkle on your doorstep to keep evil spirits out of your house on Halloween night? Ooh. Would Ooh. you like to guess it with two or go multiple choice? And I you will know keep what? Track. I, I'm I'm a betting man, and I'm gonna say salt. That is correct. Salt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. That's, Give that's me one two I knew points. too. So if you hadn't gotten it, I think I would have known that. Um, it was that or Pepper, one of the two. The my, pressure's my, on then. I got I to gotta be aggressive now. Holy shit. My, okay. I'll give you the multiple choices for fun. I had salt, um, urine, metal, <laughs> metal shavings, and garlic. I think some of these I'm pretty tricky. I, I could have I potentially seen garlic being the answer. Yeah. Yeah, garlic garlic could have been a tricky one, um, but you, at what I, I spread urine, so you might have gotten with that one. <laughs> that's just on your uh, door. But that's normally. for that's for other reasons. Yeah, but uh, right. but Jared gets the first question correct. Ding-ding. So that's a two pointer. And I'll keep track. Uh, so I, guess... I can have a timer up in the corner, so you get fifteen seconds or no twenty seconds. Oh, okay. You're gonna give run me seconds. out of here if I'm slow. All right. Well, he answered it quickly, so twenty seconds. Don't forget, I'm shit faced. Okay. So <laughs> All right, Cody, you ready? <laughs> Let's do it. All right. In what country did Halloween originate? Uh, see, fuck. I think I know, and I think if I miss it, okay, I'm going to go for it. Um, I'm going to say Germany. <laughs> oh, fucker. Ooh, there it is. 15 seconds. <laughs> Starting now. I'm going to say Portugal. Mm. What is it? The uh, options were Germany, Ireland, Scotland, and France. It's Ireland. Mm. Ireland? Ireland. Man. Irish. Yep. I, I, Irish first coming I, through with I, a pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, holidays. Between that and if Halloween drinking. and St. Patrick's Day are the two Irish holidays, I'm fucking down with the Irish Oh, yeah. Those, Those are good holidays. ones. Now I feel dumb for not getting that Lucky for you, Cody. We have hot dog questions up next, so I know a lot about the glizzy, so bring it on. All right, we going back to Jared first, or do you want to take a shot first? Um, I can go. Why don't you give okay. me the next one? All right, Cody. 
Which brand of hot dog is the best selling in America? <laughs> uh, I can only think of two brands of hot dogs. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Five, with the obvious and say four, I'm gonna go with the obvious three, and say Oscar Mayer. Two. It's not Oscar. See, I fucking I should. What do you got, Jared? I'm gonna say Ballpark Franks. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> the thing is, I would have said I would have said Oscar Mayer, and I after you said that, I was like, okay, yep. I gotta go with the other one. That was a 50-50 shot right there. Ballpark Franks. So yeah. that's a brand. That's not like a like a a. Subset Subs, of a brand, a subsidiary yeah, Ball, of Ballpark. Oscar Mayer. Oscar Mayer is a Ballpark Franks' own brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wondering. Um, the only other hot dog ones I knew of were Hebrew National and then Nathan's. Might have been mm-hmm. my next guess. Those are all four of the dogs. options, actually. That <laughs> <Were they>? yeah. <laughs> That's good, man. Right. So I'm down four zero yeah. off the steal. Yeah. I, I think I'm gonna um, be fucked. Let's see, though. You might have a chance to steal here potentially, uh, Jared. What convenience store is the largest seller of hot dogs? Convenience store? Yeah. That's typically where hot dogs, other than, you know, ballparks Oh, and my stuff, God. The... I'm only used to, like, regional things. Um, I'm going to say 7-Eleven. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yes. Ding, ding. You fucker. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I knew that one again. Damn. <laughs> All right. So it's 6 nothing, Jared right now. He's, he's dominating. <laughs> Cody's Look, getting... I, I don't know why we need. I, we're just here to have fun. Yeah, we're here to have fun. <laughs> we're just having fun. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take a quick sip. All right, we'll go back to. We'll just do yeah, snake draft order. We'll go back to Jared for this one. Jared, mm-hmm. here's a Halloween question. Spooky. And it's in the realm of both these questions in the realm of candies. Um. What is the most popular Halloween candy in America? And this is from an article from earlier this year. Oh, shit. I should know this. Um, it's something trash, too. Um, Would you like to go to multiple choice? Yeah, multiple choice. Okay. Your options are A, candy corn, B, Skittles, C, Snickers, D, Reese's. Reese's. Oh, you dirty man. You dirty, dirty man. I'm going to say Snickers. <clears throat> Dang it. Cody, ah. what do you got for the steal? Is it Reese's? It's not. candy corn. Is it candy corn? Skittles? What? Skittles. Skittles. I, I have a message, I have a message uh, to give to people who, who buy Skittles for Halloween candy. And I'm going to give it right to the fucking camera. Quit it. Quit <laughs> for Halloween candy. Squiddles are for the summer. Put them in your May basket. Yeah, put me fucking me and and Joey Chestnut and David S. Pumpkins are here to tell you, America, quit fucking buying Skittles and putting them in your Halloween. It's Reese's. Snickers would have been okay, and I don't fuck with candy corn, but that belongs there. Skittles, not for Halloween. I, that should be the last time I have to say it. I'm sorry to need to well, get on my soapbox. Here, logistically though, if you're just thinking about it. Skittles don't really have anything people can be allergic to, where it's like Snickers, Reese's, all that stuff, chocolate, peanut butter, peanuts. Not everyone can eat it. So Skittles are a pretty easy, like, everyone can eat them. Most people like them. That's a fair point. Except they, that I'm allergic to bullshit. So Are they, are they <laughs> vegan? Snickers. Probably. I mean, sugar. I don't know if sugar. Are Snickers yeah, no. vegan? 
Someone in the someone in the chat, do a Google, do a Google for us. We want to know if, if Skittles are vegan. Because I thought for um, sure regular M and M's would be more popular than Skittles. Yeah, but those are chocolate. People can be allergic to that. Well, who's allergic Were those to chocolate? The... Milk Dogs chocolate too. Yeah, there's milk in there. Your like milk. milk. Yeah. See, I'm with I'm with TB Tyler Bretto in the chat. It's a cop out. It's it's a like oh I, I'm I'm uncreative and un- oh, yeah, yeah. I uh, just I guess I'm just gonna fucking get some skittles. I, I thought for you. sure it'd be some bullshit candy like a good and plenty or something, <laughs> or like a Mr. Yeah. Crackle Bar. Dude, Crackle Bars are awesome. Those are good. I, what's, I will, the, what's the shitty one with the peanuts though? Mr. Good Bar. Those yeah, that good one's good. Uh, get like that those. one out of here. That has almonds on it. That's good. Mm-mm. You like it? Hmm. Yeah. I don't mind them. Give me oh, some chocolate name. and almonds. You know, one of my favorite movie snacks when they had them was uh, milk, milk chocolate almonds. Milk, co- milk chocolate covered almonds. Uh, okay, so we got a couple a couple responses to the question about Skittles being vegan. Um, one of one of our friends who is vegan eats them, Allie. So so for her, yes. But Mackenzie's saying it depends on the vegan. Some don't want to eat cane sugar. Um, so if cane sugar is is against your veganness, uh, then maybe avoid the Skittles. But um, I'm really pissed about that answer because that was going to get me back in the game. And also, yeah. I just really fucking hate people that give out Skittles at Halloween. But uh, Seth, I think, is the next question mine? Mm-hmm. Next question's yours. It's still in candy, so you have a chance to, to make up some ground here. Um, what was candy corn originally called? What was candy corn originally called? Um... Half of me thinks this is a trick question. <laughs> yeah. Um, Five, four. I don't think I can afford three, to go. Two. Let's let's one. do a multiple choice. I want multiple choice. Your options are A. Sugar stacks. B. Harvest treats. C. Chicken feed. Or D. Kernel chews. <laughs> that doesn't help at all. Can I hear him again? <laughs> Sure, you get one free repeat. Um, uh, it's A, sugar stacks, B, harvest treats, C, chicken feed, D, kernel chews. Chicken feed. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah, fucking finally I got He's one. He's back in it. <laughs> I'm Nobody on else. the fucking board. Well, now that he is on a roll... We'll go to Cody next with the next hot dog in the hot final dog time. Hot dog questions. That's my last question? Okay. No, final hot dog question. We have another candy okay. one. Or not candy, Halloween one coming up. All right. All right. Cody, for hot dogs, what is the world record for most hot dogs eaten in 10 minutes? I'll give you a couple hints. One, it was, a, it was done. I watched it live on the 4th of July this year by the man to my right, Joey Chestnut. And uh, it's an... It's, it either ends in a five or a zero, so it's not like it's a clean number. I'll give you that. Okay. <clears throat> in ten minutes? Ten minutes. It was at the Nathan's contest? Mm-hmm. Joey Chestnut did it. My boy, I was rooting him on. I was cheering <laughs> hard. <laughs> Man. Uh, okay, I'm going to take a stab. Five. Four, three, two, one. Sixty. Seventy. Loser. Oh, it was seventy-five hot dogs. Seventy-five. Seventy-five. God damn it! How do you like? You're just like. (laughs) 
because that's buns and all, right? It was awesome. Oh, it was, it was the it was the most uh, disgusting feat of brilliance I've ever seen. That is seventy five hot dogs in ten minutes. So that's yeah. seven and a half. That's seven point five like a minute. Yeah, and is that like cra- eight seconds per dog? Is that crazy, what that is? He goes and like he went like on a super quick pace starting off and then kind of slowed down a little bit and at the end he just shoved like fucking 10 hot dogs down his throat yeah they call it chip monkeying where whatever's in your mouth counts yeah you just have to swallow it yeah <laughs> that counts. oh that's nasty man that is that's an average of like eight and a half seconds per like an eight and a half second glizzy that well that was my nickname in high school actually <laughs> <laughs> um oh, not one i'm necessarily proud of uh wow I thought that was a chance for me. I thought I knew that number, but I did not. Uh, so it's Jared now. So you could put, you're still in it potentially with a steal, and if you get yours right, a couple steals, and you get yours right. But Jared is All next. Right. Um, Jared, fling that dog. <laughs> what city in the United States consumes the most hot dogs? City. I mean, I'm thinking population. I, I, I New York. Dang it. Loser. Loser. They got hot dog stands mm. everywhere though. <laughs> uh I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ostracize me from uh from some some members in the chat when I say the better city for hot dogs, Chicago. Mm. Fuck Los- you! How is it not Chicago? Loser. It's Los Angeles. What? Bad They're vegan Ellen. and all healthy though. <laughs> I've never had a Chicago. I've never had a hot dog in LA. I had a Dodger dog. It was pretty good. Uh, I guess there's Dodger dogs. Yeah. Man. Well, I guess I don't know if that mathematically eliminates me or not, but I am not feeling good about my prospects here. <laughs> All right. So we'll we'll finish it off with Cody. We'll or go to Cody next. Sorry, um, and see if he can get a steal from Jared with the final question. So that's where we'll leave it here. Um, so Cody, this is a Halloween question in the world of Halloween movies. Um. And Dan makes a good point. Pink's hot dogs is a big one in Los Angeles too. Oh, um, so um, hmm. so this is in movies. Both questions are going to be similar. Um, it's about two different horror franchises. You know, be- before you ask the the question, uh, I thought we were a movies podcast. Shouldn't they have all been movies questions? No, this, this is, is Halloween. This is you're asking me about the fucking Nathan's hot dog contest. If, wow. I never had a chance here. You know, What's the movie were, question? If you were winning, you would have been like, oh, this is the best game of all time. <laughs> Not true. Not true. I play it right down the middle. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. All right. Halloween movie question. In which, fi- which film in the Paranormal Activity franchise was the most commercially successful worldwide? So this is worldwide box office. Number two. I uh, it's number three. I was gonna guess. Oh, sorry, I forgot. I mean, is it number three? Yeah. (laughs) No, I I was actually gonna say number one, but I I I wouldn't have a clue. Wait, how how did three? Why did three do so good? I don't know. Two hundred seven million was the worldwide gross on that one. I I think the first. I think the first one, I don't think the first one made it to an international release, which is why I no, guess the really. second one, mm-hmm. but I guess it just took another a installment for it to get that. Yeah. Because didn't you guys go to that one and like you literally there's like no opening credits or closing credits or something I like did, that? I did, yeah. The first he one. did, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's how it was. It was, and then like, yeah, the closing credits were just like, 
you know, it says the last thing. I can't even remember what it says. Like, you know, he's still on the list. They died. <laughs> and the uh, end. And uh, then it just ended. Um, Jared, all right. This this po- this question is worth 7,000 points. So oh, my pretty... gosh. <laughs> Don't mix <Okay>. it. <laughs> this is for all the marbles. Jared. Yeah. Which film mm-hmm. in the Conjuring franchise was the most commercially successful worldwide? Ooh, 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 ooh. I am going to say The Nun. Holy crap. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, buddy. Jared, <laughs> Jared dominated this. Yeah, buddy. Man. Well, I get... Uh, no, no need... No, no prisoners from Jared Buckendall. Holy <laughs> crap. I just got ran the fuck over. <laughs> that's um, what, hey, that's what you got to do when you uh, just stay at home all day. You just learn random stupid trivia. <laughs> Man. Yikes! I I have not been whooped that thoroughly in trivia in, in a long time. So you you're gonna you're gonna get two things that you deserve. The first is this: you get a fucking cookie and a star. And the second, of course, is LeBron for three for the win. Yes, LeBron James. <laughs> there you go. Yep, bask in the glory, champ. Um, I I challenge you to a rematch next year, Jared. Well, the thing is, when when uh, I'm sure you know, I'm gonna be out in Bend next week with uh, both of you guys. The last time when we were out there, we were playing. Uh, was it movie trivia or movie quote trivia or something? You guys were killing me in that, where we were playing that Google yeah. game. Um, so maybe I just you know, a year ago, I just got my ass kicked so much that I had to like start studying, and that's you know, I'm just getting my revenge on both of you right now. That you're you're in the third act of a Rocky movie right yeah, now. You've been training yeah. the whole time, and now you're knocking us the fuck out. Okay, yeah, I dig it. I dig Overlang. it. Wow. Uh, I will say, uh, Seth, you did a, you did a very nice job putting this together. This is a fun way to celebrate the holiday season. Halloweeny trivia. Hope you guys enjoyed <laughs> this as much as we did. And speaking of the funeral music, and I see uh, (laughs) Nolan is saying in the chat, uh, RIP Cody, it is time for me to take shot number two. And so this one, um, this one's for Mackenzie Group. Thank you for being being an anchor wanker, Mackenzie. How's my jack-o'-lantern impression? (sighs) Good vodka, still vodka. But that is far better than the other one. There's Avery in the chat. Yes, had to get it chilled. Uh, very much appreciate the recommendation from the Melrose Gang that I have my shots chilled. Because last last month was not uh, was not good. Was not good at all. Um, Nolan dropping some facts in here. Chicago, the third biggest barbecue city. I don't think I would have guessed that. Um, but Chicago, if it's the third Damn. best, if it's the third best barbecue city and one of the top few hot dog cities, I don't know why we don't all live in Chicago. Yeah, honestly. plus they have pizza, man. They got everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty, I appreciate appreciate the pat on the back, Mackenzie. I'm getting better every time. Uh, let's uh, let's roll forward here, and I guess we're gonna do something that kind of resembles the show we usually do, uh, and start getting into some reviews here. And we're gonna start by jumping into the TV corner. Television. All right, so I am going to uh, be reviewing a show that I caught this week. Uh, Shouts out to Lindsay Monday in the chat who put me on to HBO's Euphoria. Uh, We talked about this a few weeks ago with the Emmys uh, because Zendaya, Zendaya, I'm not sure how you say it, um, 
was uh, the winner of the, the best lead actress for a drama for her role in Euphoria and set a record as the youngest woman to do so. Um, so that plus Lindsay's, um, we'll call it encouragement, uh, led me to watching Euphoria over this past weekend. And I will say uh, I enjoyed it a lot. There's a lot to like about Euphoria. I think I think if you've heard or read about it in the past, um, you're pretty familiar with what it is. It, it's a high school drama um, written based on some of the true stories from from the the writer who also directs many of the episodes. Um, and it's basically about high school kids who have grown up too quickly, and a lot of them are are into. Um, there's a lot of sex involved, a lot of drugs involved. <clears throat> Rock Excuse and roll. me. And a lot of, uh, there is a fair amount of rock and roll nice. mm. and a lot of other adult, uh, just adult things that you wouldn't expect high school kids to be doing. They watch a lot of like rated taxes. Movies. Some of them do pay taxes. Okay. There is uh there is, a, there's three episodes. There's a three episode arc devoted to tax fraud. Uh, that's very <laughs> exciting. No, that's, that part's not true. <laughs> Sounds riveting. <laughs> yeah. The, and that actually gets, that actually gets me to what is an interesting thing about euphoria, because there's a lot of things about euphoria that are very grown up, very adult. Um, there's a, as I said, a lot of drugs, a lot of sex. There's a shitload of nudity in euphoria and none of it, none of it really is. How do I want to say that? None of it is, uh, it's not, it's not horny nudity so much as it's, it's like tasteful nudes. Well, I wouldn't say tasteful either. Okay. I would say almost like almost like documentary nudity, like the the nudity you need to show to tell the story, um, is all it is. So there's a lot of it, but it all makes sense. So that's one of the things you'll hear is about all the nudity. You'll also hear about all the drugs. Um, what I thought was interesting, actually, before I talk about drugs, I want to spin back. This was interesting to me because I've I've never known. I've always kind of wondered in my head what would happen if there was a show about people who are underage but they're played by adults, can there be nudity in a show like that? And the answer is yes, and a fucking lot of it. Um, <laughs> so all the actors they got must be of age because they're all fucking naked in this. And like I said, it's not it's not gr gratuitous or horny so much it is just like, here's what they're doing. And anyway, going back to the drugs, what's what's really interesting about the show and my favorite thing about it, and and a lot of it has to do with the drugs, is the cinematography and score of the show really give it a mood and there's a whole vibe that the show kind of lives in and that's really kind of accented when someone is on drugs because when when people are doing drugs and you're kind of getting their perspective there's a lot they do with the lighting and a lot they do with the sound to i'm not going to say make you feel like you're on that drug because I, I i don't think it's probably that accurate but to provide you with something analogous. So if someone is on an upper, there'll be quicker music and more intense music. And then the music will slow down if they're on a downer, things like that. And those artistic flourishes, the cinematography part and the, uh, the, the, the lighting, especially in this, I thought was really creative and cool. Um, th that was the highlight for me was the style of the show. Um, the acting in all of this, Zendaya is very awesome. She's asked to do a lot. It's a very varied performance. She's doing a lot of different things, and I think she handles it really well. I think her, uh, her Emmy win was well-deserved. She's surrounded by a cast of actors who range from awful actors to, like, pretty good. There's no one else really in this, I think, who's, who's on Zendaya's level, um, but everyone else does a serviceable job. And... Um, so the performances are good. 
in terms of, so I mentioned the style a second ago, in terms of the actual substance of, um, of euphoria. And I didn't mean the pun, but I'll take it. Um, <laughs> Boo. This is a, when I sat back and thought about it at the end of the day, while I really enjoyed this show and I thought it was very mature in a lot of ways, in a lot of other ways, it's very much a high school drama, like your Riverdale scream, Secret Life of the American Teenager, that kind of show. Doug. Um, the Doug, yeah, Doug. <laughs> um, there are there are some plot lines and some stories in the show that kind of feel like, really, high school kids are doing this. And I'm not even talking about the drugs and the sex and the alcohol, but like, so there's like some plots and some backstabs and some legal things that they get into, and it's like, really, these fucking 16, 17 year old kids are doing this. Hmm. And maybe that's accurate. I don't know. But it had that Riverdale has the same thing to me where it's like, okay, these are high school kids, but like they're high school kids don't do any of this shit. So there was that element. So you have to be prepared if you're going to get into euphoria. In summary, I'll say the style is amazing. Um, Zendaya is incredible. There are other good performances and there's a lot of great scenes. I would say because of the, the breadth of characters, there's a huge cast you'll find something you can relate to in at least one of these characters. So I think what was fun for me, for me, it was Zendaya in a lot of ways. Um, she talks about some of her mental health struggles, uh, depression, bipolar disorder, and a lot of the things she talked about uh, I related to. There are other characters who I think uh, people in general will relate to in other ways. So I think there's something you'll be able to grab onto for everybody, but be prepared that what you're going into at the end of the day is still a high school drama. So you're going to get some of the tropes, some of the things that you'd expect in one of those, uh, and some moments that are going to make you go really high school. Um, but in general, I enjoyed this a lot. I watched the entire thing inside a week and I'm very excited to see more. Um, so I'm going to recommend this, but with that one caveat that like, if you watch Riverdale and you hate it because they're obviously 25 years old, then you're going to have that same problem with euphoria. <laughs> Lindsay doesn't like that. I called some of the, uh, some of the acting serviceable and, and, and I, I, I would, I would need to get into it, Lindsay, to, to talk about who specifically I'm talking about, but some of these actors, uh, while and every one of them turns in at least a good scene or a great scene over the course of the show, but in general, there, there's there's some eye rolly type stuff as well. So uh, I would say on the north side of serviceable to good um, for a lot of the performances, but Zendaya is really the standout here. So that's what I think of Euphoria. I would recommend it to each of the two of you. I think you'd like some of the stylistic choices and things that they make. And there's a lot to kind of chew on here. And then there's also just a lot of like, what's going to happen? There's an interesting plot here that keeps you kind of plugged in all the way through. Uh, and I'm also interested to hear what, what more people thought of the ending. There's a very, I'll, I'll just say interesting ending to season one of euphoria. Um, and I I'd love to have a conversation with someone else who's seen it uh, about what is going on and what it sets up. So uh, that's, that's what I think of euphoria. Again, this is on HBO max right now. You can go watch the entire eight episode first season. These are 50 minute episodes. So it's like a five hour or so, four or five hour show. Um, but give, gonna give it a recommend here. Uh, so Euphoria is a thumbs up here. Um, and unless you guys have any questions about Euphoria, we'll move on. Nothing. All right, Lindsay and I are gonna have a fight afterwards. <laughs> but for now, that's gonna do it for this week's TV Corner. Television! Down on the corner. Nobody puts All righty. 
let's switch it over. We're going to go to the realm of movies next, and we're going to start with uh, checking in on Jared's homework assignment for the week. This is We Missed the Boat. Oh, I'm on a boat, and you're going to need a bigger boat. All righty. So if you're joining us for the first time, We Missed the Boat is the segment where we have assigned movie homework <laughs> to each other. That's it. I love it. Um, movie homework. So on a week-to-week basis, uh, it's it's a it's one of our turns. This week it's Jared's turn. On last week's show uh, that none of you heard, uh, we came up with a list of of three movies, and Jared had the assignment to watch one of those three movies uh, and review it for this week. These are typically classic movies or movies that have been out for a while, and we missed the boat on them the first time around. Um, but we're basically providing these recommendations to each other. Uh, and making each other watch. There's also a point system involved here, um, depending on whether or not you actually watch a movie, and then if you recommend a movie that then gets watched, uh, there's some points that get doled out. And the current state of things, uh, Jared is in the lead here with two total points, and Seth and I are right behind him with one point apiece. So depending on how Jared, uh, depending on what Jared watched here, uh, there could be a changing of the guard at the top. So uh, let's let's figure it out, Jared. We don't we don't know beforehand. So let me hit the drum roll here, and you can tell the folks what you saw. I watched this week. It was a movie that was recommended from one of you two. <laughs> MacGruber. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, MacGruber. Yeah. And the only, I will say, I really wanted to watch yours, Cody, but I just did not have time because I watched it literally right before we started setting up for this. Um, and well, I didn't have, only, I didn't have I that much say, time. What was that? That is, uh, sorry, I pulled up something on my end that, um, that made some noise. Uh, I, I knew, I knew MacGruber was going to be a tough one to beat, though. So I, mm. I'm not shocked you went with it. And this is a movie I cannot believe you had not seen. This yeah. seems like the most Jared movie ever. So I'm in, in tr- excited to hear what you thought of it. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing is like watching it. I'm like this right from the get go. It's like it has that same flavor of Hot Rod, which I absolutely love. I think and it's actually similar people who made it. If I okay. If so, it, it makes sense because it feels yeah, the Jorma. Jorma from, from directed it. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. From the, like the opening scene, I'm like, this is the exact like. Not obviously story and stuff, but the same vibe, the same weird jokes and everything. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you two had quoted it multiple times with me around, and I'm just like, I, I don't At know the what very you're talking about. I have. <laughs> and yeah, like I've seen the SNL skits here or there, and yeah. I know what uh, MacGyver is, but this this was the same vein as Hot Rod. I love it. Like this was just <laughs> hilarious, but very like oddly specific humor at times where. <laughs> It's it's that thing of like he he thinks he's the man knowing what's going on, but he the the sidekick is actually the one that's like the master agent or whatever, and he's just going along with the flow. And then the sex scene where it starts off all romantic, and then he's like, "Oh my god!" And then he's like, "Oh, I went and fucked my dead ghost wife or whatever." And it's it's just so. And then he gets all of the wrestlers together and then blows up the fucking car. Uh, like, are you okay is, <laughs> oh no someone called 911 oh, no. <laughs> um it's it's yeah it's definitely that kind of humor that 
I mean, I still enjoy it, but it's like that if I would have seen this when I was younger or mm-hmm. like in high school, I would have this would have been a a movie I watch all the time. Yeah. Um because it would have stuck with me. I would have quoted it. Um yeah. Recommend it to people for looking for a stupid comedy. Um I I loved um uh, uh val kilmer as like the bad guy <laughs> yeah it was just so odd i'm like what's he doing in here and then like at the end he's like oh you don't have a dick or blah 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 and then shoots him and <laughs> it's just so bizarre and weird and uh will forte I, i'm just like because i've listened to a couple podcasts recently with him i'm just like these are completely different people like him in real life compared to what he has to do in this movie is just mm-hmm. so strange but he he commits to the role. Yep. He's one of those guys, uh, kind of like um, I like Nick Kroll. I think about and and mm-hmm. maybe Mark Duplass, who like are really good comedic actors, but also really smart and capable actors in general. Bill Hader and, and just thoughtful dudes. Bill Hader is another one of those guys. Um, but yeah, some of the stuff that um, the guy you just said holy shit forte. mcgruber will forte yeah, yeah jesus mm-hmm. uh some of the stuff that will forte you look at that last man on earth which i know seth is a fan of mm-hmm. um and he had a big hand in writing both of those things i believe mm-hmm. um just the stuff that comes out of some of these guys mind is, is really fucking impressive even though every joke in mcgruber is a dumb joke yeah um yeah the, the sum total of it is a pretty fun ride yeah, yeah exactly and this uh, i found uh the the note i had written on my phone i was like uh, yeah, feels like Hot Rod. Whenever he's shooting a gun, I'm like, he he's shooting a gun like a damn Muppet. Like, he's just like... <laughs> shoot like that and just kind of looking like a muppet all free flow and whatnot and then also i thought it was really funny because it's like it fits with the tone and the vibe was every time there was an explosion there was a panther sound effect over top of it like <laughs> some would blow up and he's like Rawr! that's awesome it's like what the hell is going on in this movie His throat so ripping. yeah so uh, mcgruber mcgruber uh Thank you for the recommend. It's a Hell very yeah. goofy uh, comedy. This this would be a perfect movie for some recreationals. <laughs> I will say that. That Hell is true. Yeah. yeah. If you're gonna get rec- rec- recreational, uh, and set up some set up some Magruber. And mm-hmm. we're getting some uh, some more Magruber with the eight episode streaming on uh, Peacock. Peacock on the so, Gak. With with everyone coming back. So I mean, most of them. Val Kilmer obviously won't, but he's tell that. Tell that story about Jorma when they were interviewing him. Do you remember what I'm talking about? I and he wanted they didn't want to do a sequel to Popstar. Yeah, I I can't remember what the exact quote was, but yeah. Yeah. I, so basically, they were they were interviewing Jorma and asking him if they were going to do a sequel to Popstar, which is a favorite of of the mm-hmm. Soko show. Um, and they said he was like, "No, we want to do something original. We don't want to keep retreading oh, old yeah. stuff." And then the guy asked him, oh, well, how about the MacGruber uh, c- series that you're about to do? And he's like, well, fuck. <laughs> Andy Samberg, actually. It was, a, it was an interview with all three of the Lonely Island guys um, around around the time that Palm Springs was coming out. And, yeah, that's that's what it was. It was They're talking about, look, we want to do new stuff like Palm Springs. And Andy Samberg said, how's the scripts on, uh, <laughs> on MacGruber going? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Oh, oh man. I can't wait for that, though. That's going to be so funny. I'm curious, um, do you think that it will be like the movie? Like it'll kinda have, you know, no no hands uh like tied where they can kinda yeah. do whatever. Yeah, it's on the streaming, so they're gonna say whatever they want. I think it'll be set up more like episodes of MacGyver though. I think they'll probably do mm. like you know, it'll be serial. Villain of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Making more uh see that's one thing that they didn't really do a lot of that I 
like MacGyver, obviously that's what yeah. it's based on. He did a lot of you know gadgets and stuff. And mm-hmm. in the movie, they do a little bit of it, but they, he doesn't do a lot. So I'm curious and, if in the show he'll do a lot more of that. Well, in the SNL sketches, he did a lot of that too, mm-hmm. where he would. You know, well, didn't every like, episode end with a bomb exploding? Yeah, the, or went, every sketch. He wouldn't get there in time. He, yeah, it, or he'd cut the wrong Ca- thing cut the wrong wire. Um, yep. And like he would put together, it'd be like he put together like chewing gum, some string, um, an ear of corn, like just random <laughs> shit, and then it turned out to be a bazooka, shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> like, like that scene from a scary movie two where yeah. they're in the freezer, she gets like a banana and whatever, and makes a skid loader or a yeah. bulldozer. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I'm hopeful that the show will work better than the movie because to be honest with you I don't love the movie I think there's some great <laughs> jokes in it but um, I think each of you guys is higher on it than I am but I think in a smaller segment I think a 30 minute show or 22 uh, I may really enjoy this lot of love for pop star in the uh, chat right now and I remember back over the summertime Jared when you did uh, favorite or best comedies uh, on J Buck Live, we did a bracket challenge, and Popstar made uh, made it pr- a pretty deep run, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. So Popstar never stopped, never stopping. Uh, I think still underseen, but an incredible comedy movie, one of the best of the last decade, I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, with Jared's selection of MacGruber, that gets Jared a point for watching uh, for watching a movie, and then it gets Seth a point. Uh, gets Seth two points for having his movie selected. So Jared and Seth are now tied for the lead at three points apiece. Ooh. And I am horrible at this apparently and still have only one point. Um, <laughs> well, you didn't do your homework one week. That's why. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> it's, it's, my own, it's my own fault for sure. Um, Gina wants to know where someone can watch Popstar. I don't know. Someone's going to have HBO to Max, give that at probably. Google. Might be on HBO Max. There you go. Check it out there. Um... We need to come up with a list for Seth for next week. Uh, next week, of course, we won't have the video show. It'll be audio only, but it will be Seth's turn. Um, and we need to come up with a list. Uh, so Jared will submit a movie. I will submit one, and, J- and Seth can give himself one. Uh, Jared, um, you got something in mind for Seth? You got something queued up? I do. Um, okay. Okay. Have you Hold seen on. the movie Blue Ruin? That sounds like a porn, um, but no, I haven't seen that. Put it on your list. It's a Uh-oh. smaller indie revenge flick. Uh-oh. Yeah, I know Ooh, what kind of movies you like. You like indies, so I'm going <laughs> to throw that crap at you every How time. How long is it? Um, that's a good question. Blue Ruin? Yep. Are One hour, right? 33 minutes. Ooh, that's that's right in my <laughs> wheelhouse. Yep, uh, 133. <laughs> and it's on Netflix. Oh, shit, that's even more my wheelhouse. <laughs> and it has a 96%. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> This is not my week, you guys. I'm going to lose fucking everything this week. I, I should... Th- you know what? I don't know why I keep doing this. I'm never not going first again. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, you got to go first. Every time you guys read one to each other, you guys are just like on a... So that's maybe not the right motion. But you guys are just... <laughs> we scissor each other. You guys are just on... Uh, We're docking. You guys are just on... We're docking. Yeah. You guys are locked up. Um... I don't even think, I think he's, you've probably won. I'm going to give you, so it is a hollow weekend uh, this weekend. So I'm going to give you a spooky film. Um, and it's a spooky film that I really like. And I know we've talked about, uh, and especially since I know you're watching Jared's movie probably anyway, I'm, I'm going to give you, uh, I'm, I'm going to give you Sinister. Um, and 
I'm I'm counting on you really wanting to watch an actually scary horror movie on Halloween. Like that's my one shot here. So sinister Ethan Hawke um, moves into a house that is haunted by a very spooky demon. Uh, so if if I, I'm hoping that you're going to be in the mood for some frights on, on Saturday night. So sinister is my pick. It'd probably be Saturday morning. But well, there didn't they come out too and say that sinister was scientifically proven to be the scariest horror film? Like they ran tests and stuff recently. Really? Let me let you me know, look while you guys are talking. Yeah, if you find that, I'd be interested in it because it is a movie that scared the balls off of me when I first saw it, and so um, <laughs> it. I wouldn't be surprised. Whatever it is, like subconsciously that they're measuring is. Um, it would not surprise me. Let's look at the chat while Seth's pulling that up. A lot of talk about Seth's shadow. <laughs> it's actually fucking hilarious. As if as if the sun is nose. going down, your shadow continues to change. You, you look like Squidward. Uh, <laughs> so we got uh, Squidward. Toast says uh, Seth looks like uh, a Squidward nose. Uh, looking very sus, which I just recently learned is short for suspect. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a lot of people paying a lot of attention to, to Seth's shadow. So we'll just keep making sounds, and you, Seth, you keep moving that shadow around, and I think our ratings will be solid. <laughs> um, that's not that's not a bad uh, choice there, Cody. Um, I don't know anything about Blue Ruin, so that'll be kind of a mystery. I think I know what I'm getting into with Sinister. I think mm-hmm. I, oh, I saw the second Insidious, I think, with you, mm. maybe. So, yeah, yeah. they're saying that uh, they ran a test, uh, 50 different people. They had to watch um, 120 hours of the spookiest horror films. And Sinister, I think, ranked highest with an average beats per minute heart rate of 86 with a spike of 131 at the jump scares, apparently. Um, so that's how they yeah. that's how they claim that it's the scariest because it went Sinister, Insidious, and then The Conjuring. Those are really good fucking horror movies. Those are probably like the best couple of horror movies I've seen in the last few years. Um, so I, he mentioned jump scares, Seth, and there are some, so it's a fair warning that there are going to be, I know you hate those so fucking much, but there are some jump scares, but I think they're very effective ones. And I'm willing to bet I know which one had that biggest spike because there is a jump scare in that movie that I think is the best jump scare I've ever seen. Um, so I hope I, I, that's my plug, uh, for Sinister. Uh, I'm being called an old man, uh, who, who is out of touch. Um, I did play some Among Us, um, and I won a couple games. I, I killed some people and got away with it uh, in that game, so very excited about that. Uh, but, Seth, we need to know what you're putting on your own list this week. What do you What do you think you might watch? Um, it's another horror movie. i just putting this on here because it's playing at our theater, and so I may or may not go, um, which is really nice uh, for this game because I usually have that option now with what's going on. Um, but uh, I'm putting... Um, the original Poltergeist on my list. I've seen mm. the newer one. Me and you saw this, the newer one in 3D, I remember. Um, yeah. The remake. But I haven't seen the original, so I'm putting that on my list um, for this week. Hmm. I think that's a good one. That'll be another good uh, Halloween uh, if you're in the mood for it. That'll be another good one. I can vouch for that one. The remake? What do we think of the remake? I, fe- I feel like I thought it was serviceable, but not yeah. it, not, remem- not memorable. That was my yeah. take, I think. There was some cool 3D that they had in it, but... That's the only reason I went because like oh horror movie in 3D and it was fine. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad that choice fun. wasn't um, Paranormal Activity: The Ghost Dimension or whatever that was. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't go to that in 3D. Yeah, that yeah, that would been. That movie is Butt City. Um, so we got a, we've got a new list here: Blue Ruin, Sinister, and Poltergeist. 
I can't even hit the sound. You just made the list! So Seth will be watching one of those three films and reviewing it next week. Uh, and potentially, uh, actually, no, you don't really have a chance to get uh, into the lead here. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens to the scoreboard next week when Seth reviews one of those for We Missed the Boat. Oh, I'm on a boat, You're going to need a bigger boat. Uh, Dan, I can, I can confirm nor deny re- the use of recreationals uh, for reviewing of Poltergeist. Um, but yeah, like, so, like toast. Yeah. I, I doubt we were. Um, and, and to answer, uh, toasts, I, I think I would agree that, um, it just, it didn't stick in my head for whatever reason. So, mm-hmm. because that was what 2015, like we were seeing movies a lot then. I mean, not a mm-hmm. lot, a lot. Yeah. That was more of what about 17 when that clicked, but yeah, still we, we back then we were a little choosier. We would go to stuff a decent amount, like, but more like once every few weeks instead of mm-hmm. every single week, multiple not, weeks. Not three a week rather <laughs> yeah. than once every three weeks. Yeah. Man, I do miss those days. The only place we ever spent time was a movie theater. <laughs> um, let's see here. What else do we got? I'm just going to check my notes to make sure we're not missing anything because our next thing is going to be reviews. And All right. There's where we're going. Uh, that's it for We Missed the Boat. We're going to keep it going with some more recent films. Uh, here comes some reviews. Mom, what do you think? I love it. I hated it. All right, and I'm gonna go ahead here and pour myself shot number three of four. We've got we've got a number of reviews here. We'll see how many we get to, um, and I'm gonna have the shot before I pick which one is first. Uh, who was our third? Jared, do you still have that anchor wanker page? Wanker. Oh, I know. This one is to farts. Uh, really appreciate <laughs> the anchor wankership of farts. Farts. Uh, so here, cheers, cheers to farts. Mm, you, farts. Yum. You go, you go back to the to him, and it's just him throwing the shot over his shoulder. Yeah, just like <laughs> it's like, hey, you weren't supposed to take that down yet. <laughs> Um, Gina just reminded me of something very important. If you're going to play Among Us, very, very important step, you're going to... Yes! We need to go to space! It's the only way to play. It's the only way to play. Um, and I think the best way to play is to like just get all get all the dudes together, just get all your homies, get all your boys, get, every, get all of them together. And, uh, or girls, you know, whatever. Uh, and, and everyone plays. That was the one I was trying to sneak in today. Gina just reminded me I needed to get sneaky. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, again, big shout out to farts and we'll have one more, uh, one more shot near the end of the show for the Melrose gang as well. But let's, let's jump into some reviews. Uh, I want to start with a movie that, um, both of you guys saw. And this one is, <laughs> it's another one on a long list of movies. I have no fucking clue how to even set up. Um, but the title is Synchronic. Synchronic. Uh, Seth, can you yeah. can you kick us off with uh, with what you thought on this one? You want some yeah. of this Synchronic? <laughs> <laughs> um, this one I don't want to say a whole lot about because it's a, a great movie to go into fresh without knowing mm-hmm. anything. Um, even the trailer I thought said maybe a little too much. Um, but basically the premise is that um, Anthony Mackie um, and Jamie Dornan. They're two um, paramedics mm-hmm. in New Orleans. And um, 
essentially, you find out pretty early. I don't think this is too much of a spoiler. Um, Anthony Mackie has cancer. And they're investigating um, some, like, deaths slash disappearances involving drugs. And so Anthony Mackie's a little reckless. And so he kind of starts to, for one, get involved with this a lot. And then also start to experiment with some of these drugs because you know he's he has he has cancer he has a brain cancer it's inoperable and so he's willing to to kind of go further places and put himself on the line because at the end of the day you know he doesn't feel <laughs> that uh you know it matters um i'm sorry what gina just said is funny <laughs> wow if cancer isn't a spoiler then this movie must be nuts <laughs> <laughs> um it takes place a little bit later in the movie though so um but uh, yeah, it's there are some really interesting elements with those drugs. Um, it kind of gets a little gets a little out there at times, but not too. Papa Doc has gone through quite a lot. Honestly, I thought about that in this movie. I'm like, this guy was fucking Papa Doc in 2004. Um, <laughs> it's crazy that he's also going to be Captain America now. Um, but uh, no, it's it gets pretty out there with the drugs. Um, there's some interesting um uh, visuals for one it gets kind of kind of trippy but also just in terms of what they do they they take an interesting twist on a um type of movie that you really i don't think you've seen before and i don't think jared you've seen before i just don't want to say anything because it's awesome to go into completely blind and just let let yourself go i um it's awesome though in terms of acting anthony mackie and jamie dornan are both great um it's a quicker movie, hour 40, so it's not super long. It's perfect for what the movie does. Um, and it's a hell of an entertaining movie. Um, it's it's the pace. I was telling Jared this after uh, I saw it. I was like, I had looked at my phone um, at like one point in the movie. I think my phone lit up for like a Snapchat or something like that. And I looked at the time, and it had been an hour, and it felt like it had been 10 minutes just because how quick the movie goes and how entertaining it is. Um so definitely see this movie jared what what do you what do you say yeah you pretty much nailed everything again i don't want to say too much especially the elements that were kind of hiding from you uh listeners and yourself cody um they take something that we've seen time and time again but do a nice unique twist of like oh okay i i like what you're doing here and it it does almost morph into a couple different genres like it Mm -hmm. is mainly sci-fi but it is there is a mystery there is kind of a thriller there is this kind of you know anthony mackie is this reckless person so it's kind of like this guy is unhinged he can do anything right now i think um aside from everything you kind of covered um anthony mackie is wonderful in this in this role like it obviously is this kind of partner or not partnership but there's like brotherhood Mm -hmm. of these two friends paramedics they've been lifelong friends but you can tell that like you know this this cancer is eating at him and then jamie dornan something's eating at him but Mm -hmm. they have kind of they're the best friends but drifted a little bit so they can't talk about that anymore so that's definitely an interesting uh angle to the movie as well but yeah i thought that the the setup the the lore the world everything was really cool but the performances are probably the thing that landed it for myself um Mm -hmm. i don't know if i i don't think i had any like glaring negatives maybe Mm -hmm. like a little nitpick here or there just about something but uh uh yeah i i would recommend this one yeah 
It, as soon as it's on uh, VOD, it's a it it's definitely check it out. It's Cody, you would love it. Yeah, this sounds like right up my alley. I, I dig Anthony Mackie, and and any every time you guys specifically have told me, I don't want to say much, but you should see this. That's a great fucking recommendation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, I, I am going to try to find my way to this. Um, Lindsay Monday, uh, our our Hollywood hotshot, is big timing <laughs> the uh, the comments, uh, and she knows a lot of folks who um, who worked on this one. So uh, if you guys have any nitpicks about the production or cinematography, now's the time. I heard the biggest thing was the craft services weren't good. Yeah. So. Yeah. They only had LaCroix. And like most mm-hmm. people want LaCroix, but like some people just fucking don't. And then what are they going to drink? And, yeah. and you know, the lemon one lime thing. one is just awful. You know, there's there's one thing that Anthony Mackie really wants on his set. He, he needs some Anthony snackies. So <laughs> <laughs> he's a snacky bitch. <laughs> oh my god well synchronicity uh just went from i've never heard of this fucking movie synchronicity it's not synchronicity it's synchronic yeah like 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 chronic yo like fake like sin chronic synthetic chronic synthetic chronic oh well that's easy Mm -hmm. to remember synthetic Um, chronic not scrantonicity too (laughs) no I like synchronicity. Me too. There might there might be a there might be another movie or a show called Synchronicity. That might be where I'm getting that. But uh, I, it, Synchronic. It sounds, yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah, Synchronic is the movie, and it just went from movie I've never fucking heard of to I really want to see this, uh, or at the very least, I'm intrigued to see what I might find. Uh, Dorito Chip Gamer just joined us in the chat. What's up, Chip? Uh, glad to see you here. Um, it's more, more, uh, that's, that's shadow, Seth. It continues to be sus, um, and is, is garnering a lot of attention. It definitely right now, from my point of view, it looks like it's the sexy sponge or sexy, uh, Squidward after he gets the makeup or the makeover or whatever. Yeah. Hot Squidward. Nothing like a little hot squid. I mean, right now it's kind of looking like, uh, Venom because he's putting his tongue out, but I don't like that. In the wind. Eddie, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, do you know what do you know what they had to do? Do you know what they had to do to get the venom symbiote? Yes! We need the go <laughs> this is a complete aside. We're, we'll get back to reviews in a second. Um, I would not recommend drinking while looking at yourself in a camera because I can see in my eyes that I'm drunk now. <laughs> and that's, that's an unsettling uh, feeling. So I, I would not suggest it to folks. Um, do want to either take a bunch of vodka shots or be on TV. Do, do one or the other. It's that feeling of going into a bathroom at a bar and being like, oh, God, I am drunk. But you're constantly staring at it. Do you ever give yourself the like the? Do you ever like put your hands around the sink or on the thing and give yourself the like, you got this, you're good, oh, you're fine. I I always wink to myself. Yeah, I'm like. Is it like? Is it like I'm like, like no, no like one's a, gonna talk to me, but I'm gonna wink. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. Anyway, this is a show that reviews movies. Uh. So maybe we should do some of that. Um. What's another movie we have here? Jared, let's go to you. So this is a um, uh, a movie that I almost clicked on this weekend. Uh, and, and it involves Anne Hathaway, who's, uh, who I'm a big fan of. 
Mm. But uh, the more I looked at it, the the more I the less interested I became in this movie. I'm hoping you'll tell me I'm wrong here, uh, but tell the folks what you saw. Yeah, it uh, HBO Max, The Witches. It's you know the remake, or it's based on the what 1983 Roll Doll book, Roll but also doll. they did they did a 90s version that honestly scared the bejesus out of me. Like I remember we read the book in school, and then we watched the movie, and that transformation scene uh, really uh, scarred me as a kid. So it's taking that same lore and whatnot. They do some uh, kind of creative liberties and switch it up a little bit. Um, I think the biggest thing is like Anne Hathaway, <clears throat> excuse me, Anne Hathaway is like having fun in this where Seth's shadow is doing its own thing. His wig's doing its own thing, but Anne Hathaway is also doing her own thing as well. She's having fun. She's, you can tell that she's very much over the top, but she's doing it on purposely. Like it, maybe the character, it seems again, some people might think it's a little bit over the top, but I appreciated it. I liked it. And it gave that character a little bit more personality, but a Aside from her and I guess Octavia Spencer, there's really nothing to this movie. It feels like it took what the book was along with uh, the 90s version and left out a lot of lessons or uh, certain things that characters have to kind of learn and whatnot. It, it honestly felt like here's a scene there's a scene, there's a scene, and the movie's done. Like, I, there was really nothing in between that was connecting this stuff. Like, you did have either of you two watched the 90s one or read the book? Mm-mm. No, okay. this was brand new to me when I first heard. Okay, so there's a handful of scenes, like one where, you know, they're in the witches are meeting in this room, and it's kind of this spe- uh, spectacle, and then there's a kid that comes in. Like, that plays out, then the ending. It just, it feels like they kind of rushed it and whatnot, but also... There's a lot of CGI in this that felt very dated. Um, There's CGI on Anne Hathaway's face. I don't know if you've seen it in the trailers or promos or anything. I thought that that sort of worked, uh, very much looking like Melina from uh, Mortal Kombat. But every other, like especially the creatures, like snakes, the mice, other, even a cat, um, you were like, well, that's a cartoon put on top of a actual like set, like it. They they didn't blend it right. I, again, I am the furthest thing from a visual effects artist, but I could tell that it was very jarring and almost felt dated. But yeah, the personality of the movie was the biggest thing that was lacking, along with, you know, every, everyone else in it was just kind of there doing, do, really just turning in a performance, nothing great. And a lot of the, I think that this was based over in Europe or maybe... The, all the witches are from Europe. I don't know. But there was a lot of accents that, no lie, I rewound it like 30 seconds to rewatch it with subtitles because I hadn't a damn clue what these characters were saying. Like, I understand what they were going with the creative or the, the choices of the accents, but it was just like, man, clean it up a little bit because it was it was it was rough. Um, I, I Cody, I don't think I'd waste my time on it or spend time on it, I guess. I thought it was middle of the road. The 90s one's better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm glad I didn't I'm glad I didn't click on this because I I guess my thing is this. If if you're going to have especially facial CGI, but if you're going to have a bunch of like ambitious CGI, you can do that. And if you want to have like really intense, hard to understand accents, you can do that. But to do both of those things in the same movie <laughs> seems like too much gobbledygook. 
And and I, I'm all for over the top Anne Hathaway. That doesn't even bother me. I want crazy ass Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like there was just some weird choices that they made. And if the 90s one was good, they obviously didn't have those fucking CGI options. Um, so it sounds like, did, does it, would it be fair to say that they took some of the personality out in, in, in favor of like updating it to now? That's what it seems like, yeah. Um, that they they took it out to either update it with the with the visual effects or update it to kind of again maybe add in other scenes. I don't know. I, I mean, I haven't seen the '90s one since you know fourth grade probably or read the book, so maybe my mind is a little slow um, on remembering that. But yeah, it just it just didn't feel like there was much there really. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Well, the witches, uh, which. This was a surprise to me, but that is not a movie about my exes. Oh, 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 oh. It's a movie about Anne Hathaway uh, having a CGI face, and it (laughs) sounds like it is not. (laughs) You you like that one? Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) (laughs) Holy crap. Now is a good time for me to reiterate. I am drunk, you guys. it's It's not a cool thing to, like, tell people, but here we are. Thank you, Anchor Wankers. Um... The Witches, Getting the Thumbs Down from JB. Do not check that one out, even though it's on HBO Max. Um, I guess the last question I'd ask for you, for you, Jared, is this something that could be saved by having like a fun environment, having the friends over to goof during the movie, some recreationals, or even in that case, is it a, is it a find something else? Maybe, but I don't know. It just doesn't seem like... It could be a thing, too, where it's not really shooting for our age demographic. I feel like it's a little bit more uh, younger generation mm-hmm. that makes sense to me mm-hmm. Mackenzie wants me to take three more shots pass um but i will in a second take my fourth but i want to review uh, another movie before we get to that point and actually um the the main review we want to get to in a second um that we all saw i do still want to get to but because we didn't get to post last week's episode um, I want to get um, just a quickie review and recommendation for a couple movies that we really liked from last week. Uh, and I know we didn't talk about this beforehand, but Seth, uh, I'm hoping uh, you gave a pretty strong recommendation last week for The Kid Detective that oh, you went Jared. and saw. Uh, yeah. And Jared agreed with that. Um, Seth, can you tell the folks what you saw in that one and why it was a big recommend? Uh, this is this is uh, uh, art of uh, apparently Seth's mixtape. <laughs> someone made that. Someone made this and sent it in to me. So, candy apple munchin. That is fucking awesome. We gotta send that to me. We gotta post that on. Yeah. uh, Shout out to NPA Nolan in the chat for uh, doing that quick Photoshop and sending it over to us. That's awesome. Love that. You know what? Fan art. Yes. I. I mean, if you guys are doing fun shit like that, send it over to us. We'll post it during this. Some fan art. Absolutely. There's no integrity in terms of our posting. So if you send us some wacky shit, we will fucking put it out. Um, (laughs) So speaking of, uh, this is art. Speaking of (laughs) wacky shit, uh, Seth, the kid detective. Uh, Mm -hmm. Tell the folks at home why this was such a big recommend last week. This is too far back. I I don't think I'm going to (laughs) remember. Do you just, every week you load up four movies and then you just dump them at the end of the week? Yeah, pretty much. That's how my (laughs) brain works. I recycle anything that's not important. I just recycle it out of my brain. So, no, Kid Detective was important. It's good. Uh, Adam Brody, really the only star in this one. Um, He is a a former, like, child star detective, like a, uh, like an Encyclopedia Brown or the Hardy Boys, not Matt and Jeff, but the detectives. And uh, 
they they uh, or he had a big case, um, wasn't able to solve it, and he's kind of been stuck in a rut for I guess thirty years. He's thirty in his thirties, um, so he's basically lived his whole life solving you know like missing cats and missing jewelry and stuff like that. Really hasn't broken and it hasn't lived up to the promise that he had when he was a kid. Um, and all of a sudden there's a murder in his town and a high school girl, um, asked him to the prom and it gets kind of weird. No, um, it, uh, asked him to solve a murder, help solve the murder. I was going to say, I saw a different movie. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, but, uh, she asked him to help solve the murder. And so the movie is about that. It's, it's a really good mystery. There's, there's, um, it's one of those that you don't see it coming at the end, but it makes sense why it ends up being that way. It's also super funny. Um, I know the the writer and director of this wasn't um, hasn't done a whole lot. I think he's done done one other movie, um, and I hope to see more from him because he has a really unique style, and it's a good idea. You know, it's it's like revisiting that that um, that kid detective from back. You know, when you read those books as a kid, seeing what they might turn into. You know, uh, especially if they're not solving super important things. So it's kind of an interesting premise, and um, yeah, I I would one hundred percent recommend it, Jared. I I handed to you. No, you you pretty much nailed everything again. It's it's taking that you know, almost like pulp. I think I said this on the previous episode, like that pulpy kind of fifties. You know, again, like the Hardys boys. You know, go solve a crime, but bring it up to today's standards. But then also, it's like what happens to those people when you know, essentially depression sits in, alcoholism, mm-hmm. potentially drug use and whatnot, and living up to this standard of. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, did I peak at 13 or 12 or whatever, and now it's all kind of downhill. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I, I don't know if you mentioned this, Seth, but it's, it's yeah, definitely like a mystery, but also it's a coming-of-age story as well. Yep. And it's it it's funny, but it also gets kind of dark. There's some dark moments in it. Um, so it's kind of a dark comedy at times, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, with all the different types of movies and, and styles they go for, I think uh, they put it all together really well. So, and the story behind just the movie being made itself is really interesting. Um, they've been working on it for like eight years, and Adam Brody kind of signed on early on, really being the only star, and has kind of championed it. And for being a smaller production, um, it looks really good. It's a it's a really well shot movie, um, and it uh, it really was basically the the week before it came out. They didn't find out that it was coming out into theaters until like the week before it came out. Um, it got <laughs> bought by someone, and they put a quick trailer together, and it just came out. Um, Sony, I think Sony bought it and, uh, it's a it kind of interesting story and I, I don't know how it did, you know, um, at the theaters, but, um, and there's a couple of people in my theater, um, which, you know, is, uh, it's pretty tip. Yeah. I guess maybe not even so typical. I've been to a lot of movies alone, so it's, it's, <laughs> I, I'm actually starting to see more people kind of trickle in synchronic same way. Um, I was, I had the only ticket almost the entire week and then 10 minutes before showtime, three other people. And it was an interesting experience, too, because it was three people who were all separate. Three people, three other people, hmm. so four total of us who were all seeing movies alone. It was really, I've never had that before. Normally, if, you, I, if, yeah. I, if I go to a movie, it's just me and a couple or maybe me and one other person. I've never had four, four of us all be separate before. It was kind of interesting. Hmm. Man, were, I mean, if, were any of them dressed in yellow? Hmm? Because if they she were, you could hello. go say hello. Yeah, and she'd say, come sit next to me, you fine fellow. You could <laughs> come over there without a minute to lose. And then, like, and you know, guess you know what? what comes next, Jared? Uh, I, I guess just bust a move. You bust a move. That's it. Yeah. Uh, you, c- you should start a club called the Lonely Theater Goers Club. 
and you ca- it could be a club of people that all go to movies alone. I would join it. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not and sure then afterwards, you guys all have sex. <laughs> yeah, you go <don't> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We're not alone in the theaters. We're alone in our sex lives. So let's have sex after the movie. Yeah, see, go there to a movie. Go. Don't talk to each other. Sit separately. But then you yeah. know, afterwards, do some hand stuff. Exactly. There yeah. you go. Hand stuff is going to be so. Next time you're in the movie theater and everyone is alone, you should just stand up and just turn around and yell, "Please show me your dick!" There you go. <laughs> I got him with that one. I'm proud of that. One. Uh, I'll throw this one in just for good measure. Squirrel I don't know why. I just felt like that one. Um, I will. I will very very quickly highlight another movie we reviewed from last week that got raves from all of the three of us. Um, the Trial of the Chicago 7, which is available now on Netflix. Aaron Sorkin writes and directs courtroom drama based on um, some Vietnam protests in Chicago in the real life 60s that um, maybe 70s. I might have the dates wrong that um, some people were on trial for potentially being they were charged with a conspiracy to start a riot. And so uh, there's a huge cast that's amazing that all is incredibly great, uh, great performances across the board. The writing here is excellent. If you're into Aaron Sorkin, you're going to love this one. And even if you're not, I would recommend it as an introduction to Sorkin. And if you like this one, I can introduce you to five more movies you'll think are incredible. So The Trial of the Chicago 7 is another one we would highlight. Again, we reviewed all these on last week's show that didn't get put out. So um, just want to make sure folks know that they can find their way to those if they're looking for some good shit. Mm-hmm. Um, um, one quick thing, Cody. I know you're a big fan of Forrest Gump. Uh, apparently, the Abby guy is the same guy with the American flag shirt that's supposed to be in Forrest Gump. Like, it's supposed to be the same character. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I did not know the that. The thing is, though, doesn't that doesn't Forrest Gump take place in Washington D.C.? So, I don't know timeline wise how it lines well, up, but they're saying it's supposed to be the shirt happens when he's cross he's running across the country i don't know where that scene is that scene might happen in in dc but i know like pretty close to that scene is when he wipes his face and it's the smiley face and he that's the joke um so he could be somewhere he could have been running across the u.s at that time but i don't know he could also be in in dc yeah the Ameri- um, because he's the american flag shirt guy that puts him up on stage to give a speech i think Oh, and he keeps cussing. He's this fucking yeah. Yeah, that that is in DC. You're right. That yeah. one's in DC. Uh, yeah, I wonder if that same guy uh, appeared there. Um, Probably. That's interesting. I did not know that. That just combined mm-hmm. universe. Sorkin and uh, well, and I mean, it's supposed to be based on real life and everything. So uh, I guess so. It's in our universe. Boring. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Blech. Um, Let's get to uh, what I would say is our main movie review this week, and it's Borat, subsequent movie film. Vidnas! Uh, the second excursion from Borat, uh, coming over from uh, Kazakhstan uh, and cruising the United States, meeting some interesting people, doing some hilarious stuff. A lot of those kind of hidden camera, um, hidden camera shenanigans. And I, I feel like I can be quick on Borat. I liked this a lot. Um, I think what always surprises me when I go to watch Borat is, is that there's a, there's a little bit of heart there that you never expect. Yeah. Um, and, and there's with him and, and he has a daughter in this movie. That's kind of the new big wrinkle. And, um, especially between them there, there's a lot of kind of niceness to them. Besides that, it's a lot of just look at this fucking idiot Borat's talking to and look how funny Borat's being in this situation. 
But what I would say is that's not Borat and Borat two have that same thing. And it's easy to see that and say, that's dumb. That's not, well, that's not smart or well thought out, but it really is because what he's really trying to get at here is because of the hidden camera-ness of it all. And because he's this guy from Kazakhstan who doesn't know about the United States, he comes over and meets Americans who basically tell him about the United States and the things that they tell him are like weird and gross and really just reveal the reality mm-hmm. of the kind of people that are in America. And because of that, I think it's brilliant. Like yeah. as dumb as it looks, I think it's incredibly smart the way he, and and in Borat too, Borat is a famous worldwide famous character now. So he's, he gets a little bit more creative with his, uh, his costumes and he gets, and he still continues to meet these people, break down their barriers and get them to admit shit that they wouldn't otherwise admit. And some of it, I will warn you, is horrible stuff that to hear. Like mm-hmm. you do not want to think there's these kind of people out there, but they are. And I think that's the thing that the movie does really well is it reveals to you, here's America. This is the type of people that are out here. No matter what you see in the news or what you hear, these are real fucking people out there in America. And so, you know, as as much as I thought that as much as I loved Borat one because of the funny fart jokes and there's some dicks and there's naked <laughs> wrestling that's <it's> hilarious. Um, <laughs> This one, I was because I'm I'm more mature now and and I can see it for what it is. Very smart and very sneaky way of just showing America. Here's yourself in a mirror, and I thought that was that was done super well, super well. What did what did you get, Seth? What did you think? Well, even even like on top of that, um, Jared, because Jared and I watched Borat again and did a commentary on the Patreon. So Patreon plug right there. Um, nice, yeah, jump over there, people. <laughs> um, At which, Jared Buckingham. There you go. It was a lot of fun and. Like you just mentioned, watching it now, the, did you rewatch the first one and end up rewatching it, Cody? <laughs> Even more, like watching that again now, I watch it through different eyes. And there's a lot more stuff I took from it because, and he even mentions this in an interview. So I watched this one, loved it, and agree with a lot of what you said. I, afterwards, because there's some crazy shit that happens in this movie, I decided to continue to watch like his interviews since then, and, like his press and all that that he's done. And he talks about in one interview, he's done a lot of uh, press as Borat, but he did one interview or a couple interviews. um, One of them was on GMA and they talked about um, basically the first movie was taking that America and pulling a couple fucking layers back and showing what what, you know, you see in that movie that America is disgusting. And (laughs) there's some people here that are awful and, you know, it's not. Because back then in 06 or wherever when it came out, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, I guess the regime back then prior prior to Obama coming in wasn't great, but it still didn't have, we didn't have like what we see now of of mm-hmm. what, you know, the, the world is now in terms of how people act towards each other. Um, now he was kind of doing the, the reverse. He was like, okay, we, the world is exactly like we pointed out. People weren't ready to see it then. They, they're they not only seeing it now, but they're doing it now. What I want to show is that there's people who aren't like that. So the people who act like that are good people too. And there's a there, that's what he set out to make the movie as originally. And the, you can see that up until and during when COVID starts, because that basically he was filming this movie during and post COVID coming out. Um, coming out COVID in theaters. Um, coming soon. Yeah, Catch COVID, it this spring. Yeah, COVID happening. Um, there's parts of that where you see that he basically ends up with these two, um, two crazy conservative right winged. Uh, I think they're Q. Is it QAnon? Is that what QAnon conspiracy? Yeah, they're QAnon. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but they make a point and they show he stayed with them for like six days in character and they show that they're actually good people. They, you know, like inter- they're just have been given a bunch of bullshit, you know, like they, they basically are on Facebook and are reading crazy shit on Facebook and he kind of he kind of shows that they they can be good people too. Now they make some awful decisions in this movie too, so not everything is defended. But that's what he was trying to show in this was like, okay, let's try and get back to a place where we can kind of come together. That's in terms of Borat and what everything it is. I think that's awesome. Now it also in the middle of that changes a little bit because something fucking insane, absolutely <laughs> insane happens. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna say anything in case you don't know, but. What we all had talked about when we were playing games the other night, like our mouths were wide open for a solid like five minutes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like the whole time. I I had to like real. I basically picked my jaw up when <laughs> during the after this was going on. Um, I had to like point out like, oh, you should probably close your mouth. You're alone and you look weird. Um, <laughs> but but uh, no, it it's it's a crazy movie. It's really funny. There are some really offensive jokes but again because he does it through this lens of of borat and being completely satirical the whole time he's doing it and he knows exactly what this joke is and it's to make a point but it's also awful but funny but you know a statement um i think it all works and it still works we had talked about that when they announced it like will this work it worked worked 100 percent. worked better than you could have imagined especially or probably works better now because of what's going mm-hmm. on um yeah it's it's fantastic it's it's Especially right now, you know, before and around election time here, it's one to to check out for sure. I even if it can change one person's mind, um, I hope I hope it does. Just even just one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jared. Before mm-hmm. I kick to you, um, Seth, the thing the the QAnon guys was a big thing for me because they while they said a lot of shit that I obviously disagree with. Right. There's <laughs> there's humanity in them, mm-hmm. and the way they treat Borat. The way they well they they kind they kind yeah. of welcome him and they take care of him and they protect him and they promote him and they help him mm-hmm. and it's like oh yeah don't forget like those people who are across the aisle saying horrible shit like at the end of the day they want to help people too and I thought that was really impactful the other thing I would add and I want to get your take on this Jared because we haven't talked about it yet um, the daughter who's played by I don't have her name in front of me but Maria a very popular Balclava. Ma- Maria Balclava. Um, who has has the scene that Seth is alluding to, uh, I thought was a great standout yeah. in there. What do you think of her and what do you think of the movie in general? Yeah, I'm glad that you threw that over to me because that's basically the only thing I was going to add on top of what you guys were saying. But I thought that she was a wonderful like component added in of being not Borat Jr., but being an, obviously an offspring of him and just being completely it's like here's someone who's been to america but also here's someone that hasn't and then then guiding them through this as well um i thought that she was asked to do a lot and she perfectly did it like there are some scenes in this that i'm like holy shit like as essentially almost an unknown actress here in the united states and stuff because um before the movie came out her name was listed as i irena nowak um, it was a complete smoke screen because people were like, who is this Irina, whatever. And then like mm. a day before it came out, they're like, no, it's Maria, whatever. Um, she is awesome. I thought that she was just as funny. I, I don't even know how you prepare for a role like this, where you just do a bunch of improv essentially, and then hope for the best, or you go out into the wild and test some of these bits and stuff, because 
again, the situation she is in from what we see, there's no breaking. It is perfect. People are convinced. There's one scene where she's like talking with a bunch of feminists and uh, they're like, can someone call in her an Uber? And I just, I just thought it was really funny that these people, again, going back to kind of what Seth said, they're all nice to these people, but they're also like, what the fuck is going on here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was a standout for me. Um, she gets she gets into places. The the thing that amazed me, and this is the last thing I'll, I'll say on Borat, and we'll we'll start closing things out. Um, the thing that will amaze you about this movie is like, how did they get into this thing? Like, how did they get access to that person or into that event, or how do they make their way into here? Mm-hmm. And she really, I think it was a brilliant idea to add her because she can get access that even Borat can't. Mm-hmm. Not even just because he's Borat and because he's famous, but because she's a woman. And she happens to be a very pretty woman and she gets access to a lot of places. And the scenes with the feminism are really interesting because that's an area Borat can never explore. And they open up that entire new theme and idea. What does it mean to be a woman or, and or a feminist in the U S and I think that is explored just fucking brilliantly. This is Borat is the stupidest, brilliant movie you will watch. (laughs) Um, And Borat and its sequel Borat subsequent movie film. And they both have long subtitles. Mm. Um, both of them are available on Amazon Prime now. I would highly recommend both. I think I think I speak for all of us when I say that. Uh, if for no other reason, then like you will see some crazy shit that I promise you, you are not guessing. Um, you will see some wacky, wacky shit, and uh, and a lot of it's very fun uh, and funny to watch. So high, high recommends for Borat. Uh, I, I recommend a, a double feature if you, especially if you haven't seen Borat in a long time. Um, but both of them on Amazon Prime now. So go check those out. So we had big recommends for Borat 2, um, Synchronic, The Trial of the Chicago 7, and Kid Detective. Uh, thumbs down from JB on The Witches, though. Missed that one this week. Um, but lots of good options for you to check out this weekend. And that's going to do it for our reviews for the week. Mom, what do you think? I love it! I hated it! I'm going to take my last and final shot. Uh, this one's to the Melrose gang out there. Thank you guys for the Grey Goose and for the uh, the shaker so I could have a delicious chilled uh, vodka shot here. We'll have this, and then we'll, we'll get into wrap-up. We'll get into one more thing and wrap up here in just a sec. Pinky out. Terramana. There. I took that one with a straight face. Um, anyway, <laughs> where were we? I, I got, I got lost in my own eyes. Um, we are just about, to, <laughs> we're just about to the end of our show, but before we go, we got to give you one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. So if you've never listened to one more thing, let this be the one you listen to. It is voting time bigger than shit. It is voting time right now. Um, probably if you're in a state where you have an absentee ballot or you you are mailing in, it is probably too late to, to, to send those in. Do not put your shit in the mail. Yeah. There's a a lot of articles came out today saying, don't fucking do that. It's going to get there too late. If you want to make sure your vote is counted and if you have an absentee or anything of that nature, take it to a drop box, Google where the drop boxes are in your area. You can take it directly to um, your county or whoever it is that's counting the votes, Google what's best in your area, take your ballot to the place 
or vote on day of, but do not be mailing ballots anymore. And we want to make sure everyone's voice is heard. So get those, get that voting done. You only have until Tuesday. Nothing after that is promised. Um, so make sure that you get that taken care of, get your vote made. And, um, yeah, that's going to be my one more thing. I took the easy one and went first. Uh, what else do you guys got? <laughs> I will, uh, I will echo, uh, Cody's here. Um, I, I'm going to be honest, I didn't have anything, but I just checked an app and it literally happened while we were just talking in this last 10 uh, minutes. You got a Tinder match. No, uh, I got <laughs> one on Grinder actually. Oh, so I'm very ooh, excited. Please show me your dick. <laughs> um, I haven't even announced this on my uh, Twitter or anything, but uh, J Buck Studios officially hit 1 million views what? right now. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. What? Wow. Win? Yes! Oh, so, so obviously, so obviously, thank you too. Thank everyone watching and everything. Yeah, like uh, apparently the first million's the hardest. So now it's all easy, right? It's all easy after this. <laughs> the first million's Dude. the hardest. That yeah. is fucking awesome. Like, yeah, well, crazy. well, we, 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 we pump you up, I think, a fair amount on this podcast, but, but well deserved. If anyone d- deserves uh, to, to hit that million mark and get a oh, few yeah. shekels and from Gina, Gina to fight yes, the legal I, I need, I need some money. Uh, please uh, send it to my legal problems. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That so, is, uh, I mean, again, awesome. uh, something cool. I don't want to, like, you know, inflate myself, but, uh, no, that's you good. know, I've been, what, doing this? I mean, you guys, too, have been doing this for fucking. The thing is, you two have kept me going, and I'm assuming I've probably maybe helped you guys keep going, too. Mm-hmm. So, thank you. 100%. Well, well deserved. Big congrats. Uh, I want to see a bunch of congrats in the comments popping up here. Uh, well deserved. Huge accomplishment. And uh, here's to the next million. We'll, we'll hit that next month, probably. <laughs> Hopefully. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, my turn, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, shit. I mean, I don't have anything. I mean, you two fucking just, uh, you know, stole the thunder with everything going on. So I'll, uh, I'll say... Um, I agree with Cody. Vote. I agree with Jared. And uh, I don't have anything else. You, you could tease. You could tease what's happening next week, right? Oh, that's true. We are going out to uh, old Bend, Oregon. Um, Vacation all I ever wanted. Do 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 do. So we'll probably get our first uh, in-person podcast in quite a while. So that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. The the three of us, the the so host, the co-host, and the bro host. Uh, kicking it old school and uh in old bend oregon so that'll be fun yeah keep an eye out for some dumb shit to come out like <laughs> we, we've been kicking around some ideas and some stuff we want to do and it is dumb so like yes. keep, an eye out for, <laughs> keep an eye out for some of that stuff uh very excited to host you guys out here um big shouts out to jb on his million views and uh take your ass out there and take your vote to the ballot box and that's going to do it for this week's one more thing but I'm down to one more, one more thing. That's going to do it for episode 167 of the SoCo Show, our second live show. I uh, want to wish everyone a, a spooktacular Halloween. Hope you guys enjoy some horror movies, some Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, no fucking Skittles, and uh, whatever, it else, whatever it is else people do. Uh, as If you want to be like Seth and enjoy a nice uh, caramel apple, you can do that as well. Uh, there you go. Yeah, that's that's what we all wanted right there. Um, 
Big shouts out as well to all of our sponsors. Big thanks to them, especially uh, this week, the highlight, Mike's Wood uh, over at Corn Fed and Wed. Go there, use the promo code SoCoShowPod, get 10% off. We're going to link to their Facebook page. Please go give them a like and uh, and make sure you use them. Uh, we'd love to have Mike uh, work in that wood all the way through the holiday season. So if you're looking for a gift idea, make sure you head over there. Um, don't forget also uh, our friends over at Room 56 Studios. If you want to put together a, a podcast that looks something like this, uh, they're the place to start with. If you want some sound, if you want some graphics, you're going to love what they've got. Um, Mathis Designs, if you, if, you're, if you need some graphic design. Uh, Anchor, if you're doing a podcast. Or Audible, if you're looking for some audiobooks, uh, a great list of sponsors, and, and we hope you find a way to use them all. Um, big, biggest shouts out ever to our anchor wankers. You know, Wanker. we really appreciate you spending your time with us each week, uh, but even, you know, as much or more, sending us a few dollars a month. Uh, it, okay. it helps the podcast more than you could ever know, and it, it helps us uh, continue to want to do the podcast uh, more than we can explain. So uh, to the anchor wankers, we say a big Wanker. thank you. To all of you who joined us tonight, in the in the chat, especially, uh, big big thanks to you as well. Uh, you know, spending these couple hours with us, it, it is it is uh, very well appreciated, uh, and we thank you for hanging with us. We very much look forward to our next SoCo show live, uh, which is going to be right here on the J Buck channel on November nineteenth. So that's a Ooh. Thursday. Uh, next month, about four weeks from now, we're going to be live again. Maybe talking about some Thanksgiving movies. It's not going to take very long. I don't think there's a lot of those. Um, but we will be right back here on the J-Buck Studios YouTube page. And, and Jared, uh, our brand new 1 million view uh, 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 recipient, uh, what can folks who, who have made their way to the page, who are liking, liking this stream, <laughs> like it, go like this before you leave, uh, what can folks who are new subscribers, who are first-time likes, what can they expect uh, coming up soon on the JB page? Um, yeah, no, again, thank you both for obviously doing this and bringing it to the channel. Thank you, everyone that's watching and liking and subscribing, all of that stuff. Um, this week, I think uh, just another Netflix review on Thursday, Friday. I don't know. This weekend's kind of up in the air, but Mandalorian Season 2 is kicking up on Friday, so I will be doing episode breakdowns. Um, basically, I stay up till 2 a.m. and watch them and then edit something, and I'm awake at 5 a.m., so... Um, at least like the video um, because <laughs> I don't sleep on for the next eight weeks on Fridays. I'm not going to sleep. Essentially, yeah, we might um, even be in the in the review coming. Yeah, up. yeah. That's the that's the thing uh, too. Oh yeah, uh, just, I didn't just get to do that last year. Yeah, just teasing up that uh, when I am out in Bend, it's supposed to be a vacation. Basically, I'm still going to do a bunch of content. So we're going to be doing Patreon podcasts. We're going to be doing. Um, commentaries we're going to be doing some other videos and stuff so there's a lot of crap with these two guys as well coming up on the channel and um i will say i put a lot of dumb shit over there but go follow me on tiktok because it's it's very <laughs> it's stuff that you i don't want to get like, on TikTok. it's inappropriate like it is inappropriate stuff but i you know that's that's my hub to do really dumb shit so go follow me on tiktok if I can second that last thing, especially get on the YouTube. Absolutely. But if, if you only follow one TikTok, make it Jared's, there was a, I don't want to give too much away, but there was a Thanos related one you posted over the last couple of days that I laughed so fucking hard at. So make sure you guys check that one out. Holy cow. Uh, November 19th is when we will see you next. Um, but we will be back with episodes in between. Uh, check those out via anchor uh, for the folks who are listening to the recording after the fact, we thank you. 
uh, for clicking this on the anchor page. Um, but finally, that's going to wrap it up for episode 167 of the SoCo Show for the bro host, Jared Buckendall, and for the so host, Seth Ott. I've been the co-host, Cody Michael, and we will see you next week. Bye.